0: Be careful if you're going to be on the road this holiday weekend definitely watch out for the other guy and don't drink and drive also be aware flaggers at banks may cause a few delays in that area but they'll direct you through when you buy a car from fairly reliable bobs you get parts and service at cost for as long as you own your car fairly reliable bobs right on the corner and right on the deal for over 47 years i'm robin scott traffic now
1: kido talk radio this is Fox on Justice. LADA George Gascone dealt another major court loss regarding his progressive policies. A California appeals court ruled that Gascone has to obey California's three strikes law, which was passed overwhelmingly by California voters in 1994. Gascone had previously called the law a disaster that leads to over-incarceration, and he ordered his prosecutors not to enforce it. Last year, the LADA union sued him over this, arguing that Gascone's directives would force prosecutors to violate California law and their own ethics. A trial court Judge agreed and issued an injunction blocking Gascon from not following the law. Gascon appealed that decision and lost in court again, with the appellate court writing in part The district attorney overstates his authority. He is an elected official who must comply with the law, not a sovereign with absolute unreviewable discretion.
2: This opinion is basically a slapdown to George Gascon, saying, in essence, that you cannot basically put your political preferences over justice and what the voters of California voted in. Bill Melugin, Fox News.
3: On film. I'm Kathleen Maloney, a tug-of-war for first place at the weekend box office. An Elvis Presley biopic shook up theaters with a better-than-expected debut. Are you ready to
4: fly? I'm
3: ready. Ready to fly. Tomorrow, all of America will be talking about
5: Elvis
3: Elvis with $30.5 million in ticket sales. And for now, that's the same take as Top Gun Maverick.
6: Captain Pete Maverick Mitchell. Let me be perfectly clear first choice.
3: Final figures will determine which film ultimately won the weekend, but Maverick can celebrate becoming the first 2022 release to reach a billion dollars in worldwide ticket sales. It's also Tom Cruise's first billion dollar movie. Jurassic World Dominion slides to third place on the weekend charts, selling 26.4 million dollars worth of tickets. Kathleen Maloney, Fox News.
4: KIDO Talk Radio.
7: Welcome back to the Warrior Ranch, a Fox News radio special from Fox Nation. I'm Johnny Joey Jones. You get it?
8: (laughs) I loved his energy around the horses. I mean, he was calm. He was very specific in what he wanted. Now I want him to hook up and st-
9: I was so and pleasantly surprised to see how the horse transitioned me. to Alan. I never thought he would have responded. I honestly thought that he would maybe regress a little bit into that instinctual part of his brain because it was somebody new to him. It was real, really, really great to see that he made that transition to Alan and was respectful and, and, and had a relationship and was establishing a there relationship.
8: And release right oh there. Boy. Good. Good. Good boy. I was a little worried. Oh, I didn't want to not succeed. Now this was a horse that would barrel right over me. Yes. It wouldn't sir. even think of backing <laughs> up like that. So you're doing a great job. Good boy.
2: The more I kind of went through the motions, and the more Tony talked to me, and kind of, I got a better grasp of what I was looking for, and and kind of what to do. This is this is probably one of the coolest things I've ever done. You know, I've been all over the world and. With the military, and, and I've done a lot of cool stuff, but uh, this is by far the coolest, man. You'll be my new battle buddy? You'll be my new battle buddy? Yeah.
10: To associate a horse and make that connection, this is my battle buddy. That opens up the door to so many things to let out, you know, so many of the, the struggles that he's having to let that out and start talking about it because here's a battle buddy.
2: Things that, that happen overseas that are kind of tough to talk about. I I lost it, man. All that crap and and stuff that's just not really good to kind of keep in. It just kind of... All right, deal with it, dude. I'm totally tracking like a Patriot missile on what this horse is going through. You're rolling it
11: together. And as they say uh, in foxholes, there are no atheists. Everybody says, thank God, let's get out of here alive. And so that battle buddy syndrome where you really uh your buddy is is your best friend and that type of bond it's very hard for someone on the outside to realize um what type of relationship that is it's a love of somebody that basically is your right hand man or person that you're depending on basically to help you survive
9: it was so difficult for me not to well up and it was it was wonderful you know, to see that connection and to see that Alan was having such a deep emotional reaction to it.
8: To see that means today was a win. Success. I mean, home run. Because this is what we want, right? we want him to identify with how he feels, you know you know you can tell when you're about to about to lose it, like oh my God,
2: I feel this thing in my throat, I'm about to bust out so it was it was crazy, but you know i I tried to maintain my composure
10: like a good soldier, and just kind of happened the beauty of working with horses, too, because it doesn't end right there in the corral. It's a process that takes place over time, and as they remember and recall different things and associate it with what they did with that horse, and oh yeah, the horse did this when I did that, and that you know brings awareness of other things.
2: What I took away from the round pen sessions, I applied in other aspects, like dealing with people, Deal with stress and just kinda other than just controlling a horse and connecting with a horse, I was able to apply these things and you know things just kinda got better with my PTSD.
12: Even with the children, I find him to be more patient. He doesn't anger as easily as he did before this.
2: Having success with the horse
7: does something good for up here and right here. Four-year-old Red successfully completed intensive training with Tony Simonetti. Good
9: boy. I'm happy for him, because he would have otherwise been useless to anybody the way he was with us at our barn, without the training. Nobody was ever going to be able to do anything with him. Nobody was ever going to be able to enjoy him.
8: These horses go out, and they have a new future, a new life. And people can enjoy whatever's left of these animals after their career is over.
9: I just can't believe that it's that it's the same horse I mean he's totally different he went from being anxious and nervous all the time wouldn't let him touch wouldn't let anyone touch his head would be a handful to to bring in and out and now look at him he's just so calm relaxed cooperative respectful I mean he's just a totally different animal
7: during the time of horse interaction Alan and Red developed a bond now it is time for Red to go home and begin the second chapter
8: this horse helped him so much
7: and this horse leaving was almost
8: like a anxiety came over him and he was upset it's it's tough i've
2: gotten emotionally attached to this guy it's just like being in the army you got your guy you know your battle buddy he's my civilian battle buddy You know, maybe me telling this story will help another fellow veteran to say, Hey, okay, it's possible. Let's, let's do something. You know, let's, let's not be afraid to go forward. If you're hiding it, it's cool. It's okay. It's, you know, people will help you.
13: There really shouldn't be a loss of a single life for a veteran who has post-traumatic stress. Not a single veteran across this morning. We hear twenty-two veterans a day. The answer should be zero.
4: Town Square Media Station, five eighty AM, KIDO Nampa, K two nine eight CN Boise, one zero seven
14: five FM. This is KIDO Talk Radio. Fox News Now. Plenty of questions in Akron, C.J. Papa, Fox News. The medical examiner reports Jalen Walker was shot at least 60 times. Akron Police Chief Steve Milet revealing that information as officials release body cam footage of the deadly encounter in Akron. Police Firing multiple rounds, killing the 25-year-old black man, whom they claim had a gun and shot at them when officers began a traffic stop. But police admit he was not armed during the foot chase. Demonstrations taking place. Say his
15: name! Walker. I dare say his name! I can't hear you say his
14: name! Well, the family of Jalen Walker is calling for calm. Demonstrations have been loud, though peaceful. There were eight officers who were directly involved in the shooting. All officers have been placed on paid administrative leave as per department policy. That's... Chief Milot. Now, Swimmers uh, looking to cool off in the waters off New York's Long Island. Beware on this 4th of July. Officials say a shark attacked a lifeguard during a training exercise Sunday, closing two beaches. The victim rushed to the hospital, wounds to his chest and hand, reportedly receiving stitches. The Suffolk County Executive says the lifeguard is in very good spirits. We all know that onions smell bad, but these onions can make you sick. A brand of Vidalia onions sold by a farming company at public stores across Georgia and other states are recalled after worries about possible listeria contamination. The a f Farm Onions were sold under the Little Bear brand and in bulk in Florida, Massachusetts, New York, and Pennsylvania. So far, no one has become sick. The last remaining Medal of Honor recipient from World War II, Herschel W. Woody Williams, will lie in honor at the U.S. Capitol. The native West Virginia will receive that tribute at a later date. He died at the age of 98 on June 29th. America is listening to Fox News.
16: Dell's Black Friday in July sale is here. Power productivity with a tech refresh. Now with up to 45% off-top rated laptops like the XPS, along with our special deals on business desktops with Intel Core processors. Get big savings on the latest servers, storage, monitors, and more with free shipping and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Upgrade today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL.
4: KIDO Talk Radio. Fox on Tech.
18: Ever use Google Hangouts? Yeah, not many really ever did. You're not alone. Google started it as a platform-free instant messaging service bundled in with Google Plus, the social network Google tried to start to compete with Facebook and, yes, even MySpace. After 2013, Hangouts became a standalone service. And now Google says it will pull the plug on Hangouts in November and is directing users to the newer Google Chat app. Google Chat is a more secure messaging service, and the tech giant will be migrating Hangout users to chat over the next month. It will also ask users to take advantage of Google Takeout to securely save any of their stored data. Aside from messaging, Google Chat allows for group texting and working on documents within Google's ecosystem, and that would even include Google Spaces, their real-time collaboration tool. With Fox on Tech, I'm Evan Brown, Fox News. If you're traveling back home this holiday weekend, make sure you're rested up.
19: Fatigue sometimes is the most dangerous part of driving. Watch out for the other guy. Summer is here, and Idaho is waiting. As you're out making memories this holiday weekend, make the smart decision and plan for a sober ride home. This message brought to you by the Office of Highway Safety. Fox on Faith with Lauren Green.
20: The defamation trial of Johnny Depp versus ex-wife Amber Heard is over, but the strife and struggle of their abusive relationship remains a cautionary tale for countless couples whose relationships will never make front page news. Psychologist Dr. Roxanne Lowe.
21: So many people can end up right where they ended up. People walk into marriage with baggage all the time. Mm -hmm. Every one of us. In Mm -hmm. fact, two-thirds of the problems that we fight about in marriage are said to be unsolvable problems. Things that we bring into our marriage that are not going to change.
20: Lowe teams up with her husband, Greek Orthodox priest Nicholas Lowe, to counsel couples on how to thrive in their marriages, not just survive. Combining faith and psychology they show people how to recognize how their expectations for marriage can destined them to divorce father nicholas Lowe.
1: but i do think that many people are buying into this lie of what the world defines as marriage simply what the world defines as marriage as opposed to what god's idea of marriage is and they are totally different
20: to hear more go to lighthouse faith podcast for fox on faith lauren green fox news
4: kido talk radio
6: Celebrating America's birthday, it's Fox Across America's July 4th Radio Barbecue Bash with Jimmy Fallon
22: from the greatest country in the world broadcasting from the tippy top of the world famous fox news headquarters it is fox across america's july 4th radio barbecue bash i am your host jimmy phala and today we are celebrating the greatest country in the world the greatest source of good the world has ever known that's right america is 246 years old it's now the same age as president joe biden come on man but we're going to be blowing out the candles with all of my favorite fox pals south carolina senator tim scott will be here on the government side of things brian brenberg fox news contributor associate professor of economics a proud patriot joining us as well and on a day when we Honor the father of our country, George Washington, and so many of our founding fathers. We will also hear from my son, Lincoln Fela, who joins me today on the show to celebrate what can only be described as the greatest country in the history of the world. He's a
20: lousy dad, but he's right.
22: It's a big day for the country. It is a big day for me. I am, of course... I'm getting ready to host the Fourth of July special on the Five. That's where I'll be spending my Fourth of July. I'll be on the Five hosting that special. And later on at 8 o'clock on the East Coast, I will be doing Fox News' live fireworks coverage. But we begin with some you and me time right here on the radio on a day that's very much gonna function like a barbecue. I'm gonna have friends drop by. It's gonna be a lot of food talk. It's gonna be a lot of fireworks talk, but mainly food talks. Because if you know anything about me, if you ever Watch me on TV. I am so obsessed with food. Fox has basically had to pay somebody to walk around and knock the brownies and the sweets out of my hand between TV hits. Put that cookie down now. There he is now. Uh, And I am a guy that grew up just absolutely adoring the 4th of July. Because my story is that I grew up in Levittown, New York which was the biggest post-World War II settlement for American GIs returning home from the war. Everybody in my community was a veteran. I basically grew up near a lot of old men. You should never make a sudden move around ever you know what i mean you want to give one of these guys a flashback or you know i'll break you in half like a little toothpick but the one thing they all had in common when they weren't threatening to beat me up for playing hide and seek in their yard or hitting the ball over their fence is they all flew the flag they all flew the flag proudly that's what i come from that's why my radio show day in and day out i always say it's a celebration of our unique american privilege but it is okay because if you live in this country You know, you don't hear a lot of this in our politics in this day and age because there's a lot of victimhood being peddled. Oh, you can't do it. You need the government to help. So vote for us. You know, that whole thing. But the truth is, if you live in this country, you are part of the world's one percent. You would rather be you in america than you would anywhere else the overall quality of life here better no matter what you are black white gay asian straight it doesn't matter you could be a yankee fan like me you could be one of those lunatic red sock fans up in boston where they had the tea party it doesn't really matter the point is if you live in america you have hit the lottery
23: he knows what he's talking about
22: and growing up in that environment where the fourth of july was always a non-stop barbecue a lot of fireworks i grew up in the 80s Parents didn't care in the 80s. They just gave you fireworks to get you out of their face, and then they went in the backyard and started barbecuing or swimming in their above-ground pools I grew up around. And me and my brothers were literally, as hard as this is to fathom, okay, in an era where kids now have apps on their phones that allow their parents to track them depending on what room in the house they happen to be in. We were turned loose on the streets of Long Island with bottle rockets to shoot at each other. What the hell did you just say? I know in this day and age, your parents would be arrested for that. But I grew up in a a far less tame version of America, where we didn't actually play a heck of a whole lot of defense. But when it came to loving the country, okay, it was the one thing we always did right. You might not like our parental standards back then. We spanked the kids. Oh, did we spank the kids? I grew up in an Italian house, which means not only did I get beat as a kid, but my parents used weapons, like weapons. Every Italian kid got beat with either a belt or a spoon. And that was never the worst part. The worst part was you had to go get it for them. Could you imagine in this day and age when I had a toothache as a little kid. My grandma put brandy on my gums to knock me out. You couldn't do that in this day and age. And I'm not even saying you should. But the one thing we should absolutely positively carry forward from that era is the love for country, is the desire to put country ahead of party. And it's the thing I try to do every day on the radio. I say all the time, I'm a talk show host. I'm not an activist. It's not my job to steer your vote. It's my job to create a forum where we can all share our views honestly without fear of being canceled or chased out of a restaurant. It's my job to give us a place where Americans can be what they were meant to be, which is free-range chickens, man. E pluribus unum, our founding fathers said out of many One, that's why we fought the British. We wanted to all do our own thing, whether it was religiously, whatever the case may be, whether it was financially. We didn't want the government dictating our every move because, as the great Ronald Reagan once said, Government
15: is
16: not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem.
22: Our founding fathers knew that, and that's why they were willing to go to war for the freedoms you enjoy and in a lot of instances take for granted. But this was a road worth traveling because we sit here on the other end of it at a time where, yeah, we're very divided as far as our politics are concerned. But again, in a world where you are what your record says you are, there's a lot of people on the left that will tell you, oh, America, slavery, blah, blah, blah. Nobody will ever deny that America was founded in a different time where we had different standards. But the fact that a lot of those standards didn't age well, as it pertains to, say, slavery, which was a heinous stain on our country, the fact remains no country has done more to level that playing field and create an environment of inclusion than the one you happen to live in now. There's a lot of people in politics that want you to believe America in 2022 is America in 1822, but the truth is that's not remotely close to the truth. We're not going to sit here and listen to you,
24: bad mouth, the United States of
22: America. No, we are not. It was a country that began with just 2.5 million people. When we won our independence from the British, it has ballooned to 325 million people. A country now that is a economic and military superpower, a country so strong that according to the National Sausage and Hot Dog Council, we can eat 150 million hot dogs every year on the 4th of July and still live to tell the tale. If that's not strength, I don't know what is. The point being, America is 246 years old and some of my favorite Americans are going to be joining us to discuss something Ted Cruz called
6: FREEDOM! The show you can always count on to do the job. The three-letter word, jobs. J-O-B-S, jobs. Happy 4th of July from Fox Across America.
4: KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio.
19: If you're traveling during this 4th of July weekend, be aware of the fact that fatigue plays a big factor in many accidents. Don't drink and drive. Make sure you've had plenty of rest before you hit the road. Buckle up and drive safely. Boise Mattress is the place in Boise to get a new mattress with a wide selection of mattresses from top brands like Serta and Beautyrest at the best price. See the difference a mattress from Boise Mattress makes. I'm Dave Burnett. That's your Traffic Now.
22: It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. We are, of course, celebrating the 246th birthday of America with a host of my favorite patriots. Uh, South Carolina Senator Tim Scott's going to be here. Lincoln Fallon is going to be in the house if we can sober him up in time. But joining us now on the show, a guy who is keenly aware of his unique American privilege. He did not get it from rooting for the Minnesota Twins, I assure you that. Uh, But he has rooted for America and won at every turn. Brian Brenberg joins us on the show. Hey, man
25: oh good to talk to you jimmy
22: listen i consider you an all-american as you know we're two guys who grew up in mickey mantle houses we love the country we loved i don't know that you love the yankees but you love the mick right
25: <laughs> oh yeah but you don't want to spend the whole show talking about that do you i don't i don't think you do but we can go there if you want to
22: no no we've got important things to get into it's a fourth of july celebration we're going to talk about hot dogs beer and fireworks
4: no question <laughs> yeah
22: yeah <laughs> Um, we've been reading all of these stats, Brenberg, and one of the fascinating ones that jumped out at me, and you tell me if you consider this high or low, okay? According to the National Sausage and Hot Dog Council, Americans are expected to eat 150 million hot dogs over the July 4th holiday. Does that sound high to you or low?
25: Wait, are we talking about what's going to be eaten at the Brenberg household <laughs> on 4th of July or what's <laughs> No, I lo- look hot dogs. Hot dogs are the great American food, okay? They're appropriate at any occasion, but especially at Fourth of July because, you know, Fourth of July, you just have the grill going all day long. And you got to have a brat or a hot dog sitting on that thing to create the right aroma, right? There's an aroma to the Fourth of July, mm-hmm. and it's the sausage, and it's the hot dog, and that's what it's
22: all about. The, you, you said that with the passion of a man who's putting on a girdle.
25: No, I think, you know, this is what kept, you know, you want to go, this is what kept Babe Ruth trim and fit. The guy blasted 714 homers because he ate hot dogs. You know, before, after, and during every game. That's how it works. Great American food.
22: Isn't it funny when you think of America, because baseball is the national pastime. That's why I'm always bringing it up. It's funny to talk about the exploits of players and managers. If you remember Jim Leland, he used to smoke cigarettes in the dugout. Isn't it so funny in this day and age to picture a manager smoking a cigarette?
25: Well, it's, it's, yeah. But, you know, there's, there's something good about it too, because, you know, he's, He's managing a baseball game. Look, he's not running a marathon. He's not, you know, he's not trying to pitch nine innings. He's got to think, okay. So that man thinks by, you know, taking a drag of his cigarette, sitting back, okay, you know, where do I pinch hit? Who bunts here? That, like, that's what makes baseball great. It's the guys who do the the things you don't expect. That, that's what makes America great. The people who do the things you don't expect. They come out of nowhere. They come out of the woodwork. They, you know, they come out of central pennsylvania or ohio or central minnesota and they do something that nobody ever thought was possible and that's the essence of the american experiment
22: Oh, it's so true i mean it's the ultimate underdog story when we fought the british we were i believe fifty five point underdogs in vegas (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like people might George have bet Washington. the points he's
25: past his prime he can't do this he's past his prime he's got no arm left he can't quarterback this
22: team <laughs> let's go to mel Kuiper jr now mel you saw the king working out <laughs> you're telling me his 40-yard dash is is not as good as it used to be <laughs> Woo, we're talking to Brian Brenberg. We're celebrating America. But it's true. Plenty of people might have bet America plus the 55 points, but no one bet us to win outright. But we won outright, and that's always been the American story is that of the underdog. And, you know, I'm always no, championing I- that cause because I think in the day and age we live in it, it's My greatest frustration is there's so much defeatism in politics now because they're selling you so much state dependency, so much government dependency that it, we went from eight years of Obama saying, yes, we can, to a lot. Out of no we can't and I just don't know since we're talking about sports, you've never heard a pregame speech that begins with we can't pull this off, you know? <laughs> yeah, I mean
25: look and and you know you kind of take it back to hot dogs too. I mean, you know, hot dogs are the food of the underdog, mm-hmm. you know. Hot dogs are. Th- 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 that was the that was the the U.S. Uh, that was the Revolutionary War machinery of the U.S. of the of the of the colonies. We were the hot dog of an army, and you know, But the hot dog stays on the grill, and it's there for you. And you get into the you, know, you get into late innings. You grab it, you throw some ketchup on it, and and the, the ball game is yours. I mean that's. You know, like, that's what, you don't. you don't win, you don't win Revolutionary Wars eating caviar, Uh, you know, you win Revolutionary Wars eating hot dogs. You got to
22: want it. You know, a lot of people don't tell you this, (laughs) but in the, in the famous image of Washington crossing the Delaware, they've, they've airbrushed out the hot dog that he was holding in his hand. It was, I believe it was a Thumans. I know Nathan's is big on the 4th of July, but I do believe it was a Thumans, correct?
25: (laughs) And, you know. the 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 relish he had piled on that hot dog and nobody knows this but the mustard the guy was all about the mustard all over the place but, you know, that's what it takes, right? You got to cut the mustard if you want a written Revolutionary War. That was Washington for you. That was Washington crossing the Delaware.
22: <laughs> now, you are so true. The things historians don't tell you. That's why you listen to Fox Across America, <laughs> especially on the 4th of July. Now, uh, I'm out in Los Angeles for the 4th of July. You'll be in the woods of Minnesota. Uh, I wanted to ask you this question because someone told me this the other day, and it really made me re examine everything. Okay, I grew up in an era of firework usage, completely uncertain. Supervised, like back, we I grew up in Levittown on Long Island, and we used to like actually have something called bottle rocket fights, where we would lo- we would light bottle rockets and shoot them at each other. Did the Brenbergs suffer from that same lack of parental oversight? <laughs> you know,
25: I, there are so many bd guns and pellet guns out here operating at all times that I don't think anybody even thought about going. You know, going for the fireworks. It's like we were already kind of armed and ready to go, three sixty-five. But fireworks are like this is the this fireworks are so great because you know, you got you got a guy and he's just kind of living his life day to day, 364 days a year. There's just nothing all that remarkable about it. But he saves up and he stock he goes to you know, Minnesota you can't buy the good stuff. You gotta go to Wisconsin. He stockpiles the the really good fireworks, he invites the whole neighborhood over on the fourth of July. You know, that's his one chance every year to almost murder his neighbors. And that's such a highlight. That's such a highlight. And, you know, again, back to, like, what makes America great, just the risk-taking. You know, who knows what's going to happen tonight. This could be amazing. This could be mayhem. We just have to find out, wait and see.
22: (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's so true. I, I grew up around a lot of guys because fireworks are illegal on Long Island. But I grew up around a lot of guys who had a guy. You know what I'm saying? And uh, well, we got it, got yeah, my well, my next door neighbor was really fascinating. I don't know what his actual occupation was, but he was the guy that could always get you a bootleg copy of a movie when it was in the movies still. Oh. You know, if you if you didn't want to pay for cable, he'd climb the telephone pole for a fee and reconfigure the converter <laughs> so you got free HBO. And the, again, I don't know his official occupation on his tax returns, but the last time I saw him was on July 3rd, 1982. The guy's name was John. I won't add his last name. We were playing ball. I was up against my buddy Stephen Florio. I was five innings into, at the time, we played seven-inning games. I was five innings into a no-hitter. I'll never forget it. And, and John shows up. Okay, he had an old Ford Fairlane, which is a pretty big car, and a good-looking old-school car. Uh, comes rumbling down the street, pulls in front of the pitcher's mound, which in suburbia is the curb, you understand. <laughs> the strike zone is in the driveway. It's a folding chair. So, you know, what you consider to be a folding chair is a strike zone in whiffle ball. So yep. I'm towing the rubber about to get the third out of an inning and move an inch closer to a no-hitter, which is a big deal in whiffle ball in that era. And John pulls up, pops the trunk of this Ford Fairlane, and has, like— <laughs> government issued explosives that he calls fireworks (laughs) rockets mortars birthday cakes anything you can think of he's like is your dad home like no he's like I'm in a rush grab what you want I'll get the money off your dad later And we're like, this is amazing. So we start grabbing like heavy artillery. And I'm not kidding. The Nassau County Police Department comes screaming down the street in a cruiser. And my neighbor, John, hops my fence, runs into the schoolyard, never to be seen again. I'm assuming he was ultimately caught and apprehended. But a tow truck came back and took away his car a little while later. But to my credit, me and Petey Brennan got most of those fireworks before they could be confiscated. Best Fourth of July ever. U.S.
25: It's the guy, and it's the guy. There's always a guy. He can do anything you need, and there's one of two things. Either in life he's going to be in jail, or he's going to run a major corporation because he can get everything done. But it's one way or the other.
22: He's either either going to be in a jail, or his father's going to become president of the United States. Either way, you strike There you go. That's Always. Oh, only Brian Brenberg could find inspiration in the Hunter Biden story on the 4th of July. That's why we have you on. You're the best. Listen, careful out there. If you run into any kids who look a little iffy, just give them a sparkler. A sparkler is this firework for the slow. You know that Because they're not going to blow anything up. They can write their firework. name in script. Everybody's going to be fine.
25: <laughs> we'll survive, Jimmy, just like just like America. We'll survive. That's Stop the like spirit,
22: Brian Brenberg. Happy 246th birthday, USA. We got South Carolina Senator Tim Scott, Lincoln Phala. It's an embarrassment of radio riches on the Fox Across America. Fourth of July, barbecue, radio spectacular.
26: news I'm Lillian Wu. Body cam footage released in a police shooting triggering protest in Akron, Ohio.
10: Say his name.
26: Walker found shot to death and he also had some 60
27: wounds in his body following a traffic violation pullover. Walker allegedly sped off and a routine traffic stop became a public safety threat after police say an apparent gunshot was fired from Walker's car while cops were chasing him. Police say body cam video captured what they believe was a muzzle flash from the car early in the chase. Walker at some point abandoned his vehicle and the pursuit became a foot chase with eight officers yelling at him to stop. is Claudia Cowan and some Vidalia Sweet
26: Onions are being recalled in five states, Florida, Georgia, Massachusetts, New York and Pennsylvania for possible listeria contamination. No cases reported. America's listening to Fox
28: News. Hey, Sean Hannity and Kevin Miller at KIDO or your carpool station. Hey, Sean, in the gem state, do we go left or right? Kevin, in Idaho,
24: we drive the right way. My buddy, Kevin, he drives you into work in the morning. I'll take you home. I don't know, Sean. It could get bumpy. Now we take a lot of right turns, Kevin, so buckle up. That's great advice, Sean. A carpool with my friend Kevin Miller and me, Sean Hannity, mornings and afternoons on K I D O.
4: KIDO Talk Radio. 1075 FM and 580 AM. KIDO Talk Radio. You know. KIDO Talk Radio.
19: If you're traveling back home this holiday weekend, make sure you're rested up. Fatigue sometimes is the most dangerous part of driving. Watch out for the other guy. Summer is here, and Idaho is waiting. As you're out making memories this holiday weekend, make the smart decision and plan for a sober ride home. This message brought to you by the Office of Highway Safety.
22: It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon celebrating. The 246th birthday of the greatest country in the world. Joining me now on the show, a guy who is considered the greatest kid living in my house, mainly because he's the only one. But the fans love him, and I think he's halfway decent. George from Queens, Lincoln Fala, joins us at the 4th of July Barbecue Spectacular. Yo, man. What's up? Nothing. We made it out to Los Angeles to celebrate the 4th of July. Pretty rad. Uh, You grew up in a big 4th of July household, uh, is this year sp- particularly rowdy for you now that you just finished eighth grade?
25: Uh, yeah, definitely. Shooting some fireworks
29: off the roof.
22: <laughs> you know what I think a little bit of the challenge is, though, for you. You're in a really interesting pocket, Lincoln, because you're a 13-year-old kid, but you have the height of an NBA power forward. How tall are you? You're like six four? Yeah. Yeah, and you're getting taller. The problem you're at now is there's this little sweet spot where if you're a wise guy shooting, you know, fireworks, you know, most people, if you're a little kid, will just be like, hey, don't do that, and they leave you alone. But now you're getting to that age and that height where they actually treat you like an adult. You might actually get punched in the head by a cop this year, so you got to play a little defense. Yeah. Or are you telling me you're into that sort of thing? No,
30: I'll shoot off a firework. (laughs)
22: <laughs> I've I've seen some strange TikTok videos is all I'm going to say but you know for me and this is the debate we were having and we're having this debate today on the 5 when I host the 4th of July special on the 5 okay the 4th of July barbecue menu I think is supposed to be straightforward it's a burger dog chicken drumstick barbecue do you see it as that or are you getting are you in favor of this weird stuff people are cooking
30: you definitely need some mac and cheese with it I'll give you
22: that. You're a side guy. Well, let me give you some fun facts since we're talking about menus. uh, The average American, okay, (laughs) the actual country on average as a whole, is expected to eat 150 million hot dogs over the July 4th holiday. Now, 150 million sounds like a lot, but when you think about it, if 330 million people live here, that's not even like one hot dog a person. Doesn't it almost sound kind of low?
31: Yeah, kind of.
22: What would you say Lincoln Fela's hot dog consumption is on the 4th of July?
31: Maybe two or three, with the bun or not.
25: It depends.
22: Now, this is this year's Lincoln that went uh, on a diet and lost a lot of weight, or is this last year's Lincoln where you look like me, which is a before model in every diet ad? Last year.
25: (laughs) I, I, I don't eat a lot of hot dogs anymore. We don't make them a lot.
22: Yeah, it's true. More burgers. Yeah, we're playing defense in the Fela House, basically because everybody keeps telling me I look fat on TV.
15: Got to get in TV shape, man. Champ's got to get in shape for TV.
22: <laughs> That's true. My son Lincoln fail is on the line. If you just joined us, we're celebrating America and uh, celebrating some of my own rituals, which, yes, uh, I pretty much have Jenny putting a shock collar around my neck and zapping me every time I go to the fridge so I don't look too fat on TV. Apparently, we need to put a little more voltage.
15: What'd you say? If the collar fits.
11: (laughs) You know what?
22: I don't have to take this, Lincoln Fela. This is a lot. Come on, man. Get him
11: out of here. Get him out.
22: Uh, Lincoln Fela, we got a lot of partying to do in Los Angeles, but I thank you and I thank your agent for giving us a few minutes on the show today. Say happy birthday to America. Happy birthday, America. You're the best. I'll see you soon. Great stuff. There he goes. The legend, Lincoln Fela. There we go. Back after this, we got Senator Tim Scott on deck right here on Fox Across America.
6: Preparing you for the barbecue. I think I'll put on my cute little sunglasses. Happy Fourth of July from Fox Across America. KIDO Talk Radio. Turn up your radio. Here's the Sean Hannity Morning Minute.
24: But all these farmers have been calling us and telling us we're teetering on the edge. This is now a zero-hedge article uh, of a food shortage as worries now mount as Pennsylvania farms are being crushed by record diesel prices. That's only the tip of the iceberg, because all these farmers calling me are telling me not only is diesel killing them, they can't get spare parts for their tractors, the fertilizer costs are five times what they were, and seed costs are costing them an arm and a leg, and some people are deciding that they're not going to work that hard if they're not going to get a return or be in the black at the end of it. It's it's backbreaking work, sun-up to sun-down, and everything in between. Check out the Sean Hannity Radio
18: Show later today,
15: right here.
0: Listen last time the economy looked like this, the stock market tanked 50%. The U.S. dollar lost 46% of its value and the price of oil quadrupled. Yet, while the U.S. economy collapsed and inflation ran through the roof, the price of gold shot up 1,300%. And silver rocketed over 2,400%. So if history repeats itself, we could see it happen again. Can you afford to miss what could be the biggest gold and silver boom of our generation? That's why I want you to call GoldCo at 855-815-GOLD because when you do, you'll not only get the chance to protect your retirement savings with gold and silver, but as a Sean Hannity listener, you could get $10,000 or more in free silver just for doing it. This is a rare opportunity and that's why I want you to call, again, Goldco at 855-815-GOLD. That's Gold Co. 855-815-GOLD. Don't miss out. Check them out today.
4: KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio.
0: It's been a
19: If you're doing any driving this 4th of July weekend, remember, do not drink and drive. Leave your keys at home, give them to somebody else, get a ride. Be safe, don't drink and drive. Get ready for backyard summer fun with a beautiful new Bullfrog Spa. You can save up to $2,500 off MSRP with that 60-month special financing at Bullfrog Spas Factory Outlet Store in Boise. Sale ends today. That's your traffic. Now, I'm Dave Burnett. It
22: It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon, a show. That is always a celebration of our unique American privilege. And nobody knows more about that American privilege than our next guest, who is not only a superstar senator from the great state of South Carolina, but he has landed true prosperity as Trey Gowdy's personal hairstylist. (laughs) Senator Tim Scott is here. Hey, man.
32: Jimmy, I have a full-time job. Then. It will never go away. I'm thanking God right now that I'm going to be forever Trey Gowdy's hairstylist. I have <laughs> employment forever. It will never go away. There's no term limit on Trey Gowdy's hairstylist. <laughs> That's so funny because it's true. You grew up as an Emmett Smith
22: uh, fan. He liked a lot of carries. If you're Trey Gowdy's hairstylist, you're getting 35
32: carries a game. Absolutely. Trust me. And guess what? You always have more than 100 yards during that game because it's a long way to the finish line or to the goal line in this analogy. So, Good news.
22: <laughs> I love it. Uh, really quick, because I have so much to get into, and I'm so thrilled to have you back on the show. But is it true that you only agreed to come on today because you thought it was a guest host? <laughs>
32: Jimmy, I, told you, I just spoke with Mike. I told Mike, do not tell him. I said, shh. <laughs> the secrets are not safe. Because your team is on your team. No, no, God no. bless them. I'll never tell them that again.
22: That's <laughs> too funny. Well, here's the thing, man. You know, the, with the first time you were on the show, we talked movies and you worked at a movie theater. And, and, and we, I've loved sharing your story with my listeners because you very much embody everything that's great about the American story. But as we dive into that, I do have to ask you about a very popular American movie right now. Before we get into the substance, uh, have you taken uh, your mom or, or any of your pals to see the new Top Gun movie?
32: Well, Jimmy, I can't lie. So the answer is no, I have not seen it once. Yes, I have seen it twice. It is so good that every single American who believes in the American dream, if you believe in motherhood and apple pie, Top Gun is a movie for you. Bottom line is a simple one. If you want to be inspired and encouraged, if you want to understand the brilliance of America and what American exceptionalism is all about, take a look at top gun oh
22: it's so it's so true powerful it's it's, it's worth every penny of that twenty four dollars i paid for a small popcorn
32: <laughs> thank god for the south by the way we paid seven dollars for Benton A. come on down Oh, you're
22: killing it down
32: there scott seven
22: dollars <laughs> wouldn't have got me a bottled water at the uh, imax well, we i went to
32: <laughs> times are changing but they haven't changed completely in the south and, and, and only in a good way has the South changed, thank God. But I will say, uh, Jimmy, have you seen the movie only once, or are you a brave man and you've seen it twice, uh, too? Listen,
22: to, in, in the interest of full disclosure, I have only seen it once. Um, oh, my goodness. But, but I was as fired up as you are. What it took me back to is, you know, when you – remember the original, and, and, and they do recycle the song Highway to the Danger Zone by Kenny Loggins? Absolutely. Is it's like, you know when you're watching Rocky and he starts training, you feel yourself shadow boxing in your seat? Yep. I really felt like it was 1986 and I was flying an F-14 because I loved an F-14. 14, you know,
32: so well, we don't want to spoil the movie, but I will say mm-hmm. there are some appearances of airplanes and jets and fighter planes that are really important to America's history and, frankly, even a emerging conversation about America's future. So really we sad. are really excited about the movie, and we should be. There are so many good things happening around this country, and unfortunately too little time is spent on those good things
22: i agree a thousand percent and, and as a note to add it's nice to see a plane where nobody's wearing masks but stick <laughs> exactly. with me good night everybody stick with me we're, i love it, jimmy we're talking to senator tim scott so much has gone on since the last time we spoke obviously you know the one frustration i have and we get into this a lot is you know we're optimistic people we're bullish on america okay we're not there in our politics right now as it pertains no. to the democratic party do you you kind of feel like they're undermining people's self-reliance with all this government dependency they're pushing right now.
32: Well, Jimmy, the answer is they're not kind of. They are 100% undermining our whole concept of what it makes us to be an exceptional nation, which is our muscle of work cannot atrophy in this country. And unfortunately, when the government gives out $4 trillion to American families, it's part of the spark that creates the inflationary effect that reduces your spending power is government's overreaction. And that's exactly what the Biden administration has done. Listen, without any any question your spending power is down, and we, and we caused it by spending $4 trillion. That's unbelievable. $4 trillion later, and you cannot afford to put gas in the car because it's up by 100%. $5 a gallon gas is bad for truckers. It's bad for whatever they bring. It's bad for the American family. It's bad for the single mom. It's bad for the two-parent household. It's bad for business. It's bad for consumers. It's really bad. And all of that was caused before before the Putin invasion of Ukraine, we were already experiencing a 60% increase in the cost of fuel. This administration has caused pain and agony in the poorest sectors of this nation, and that is incredibly Disgraceful.
22: Oh, and I listen, I agree a thousand percent. We're talking to Senator Tim Scott. The effort to to blame the problem, to assign blame for the problem has been so much greater than the effort to actually solve the problem. You know, with the gas point you made earlier, you know, some people are saying it would be easier if we all just rode bicycles everywhere. They've obviously never met Joe Biden. Oh, come on, not a solution, Uh, but stick with me, because I think the point we're both making here is that there's an indifference to the real time suffering of Americans and that we're seeing them leverage their agenda off of this suffering. Hey, we need a green vehicle. Hey, we got to switch to green energy. This is an opportunity. But I don't think anybody sees this moment we're living in as an opportunity so much as they see it as a hardship. So the question I'm going to ask you is, I guess you're not surprised that the Biden administration, obviously, they're not polling well. But specifically as we get into minority groups, I mean, they've lost the minority community, the Latino community completely, okay? Yep. And we're seeing a similar pattern in the black community. Do you think the Democrats are showing indifference to suffering, as I say? What, what, what would you characterize this as?
32: Well, either – Indifference or confusion both lead to the same conclusion. Mm -hmm. A drop, a precipitous drop in support from minority communities for the Democratic principles and for the party itself. When you think about the three top issues that voters are going to consider in in November, number one is the economy, number two inflation, number three gas prices. Over 80% 80 of American voters have the same position on those three topics. Mm -hmm. They think The Democrats are the problem we need to make sure that they understand that we are the solution not just that the Democrats are the problem we need to remind them of the good old days from 2016 to 2020 when you could buy gas for under $2 a gallon when inflation was around 2% and when your earning power was going up Mm -hmm. and it was going up fastest for the bottom 25% because when you believe in the American dream you create policies that reinforce that that dream is available in every single zip code in our country. And the Democrats have lost that. And we need to not capitalize on it, but we need to make sure that we expose the truth In every single zip code in America.
22: Gosh, it's so true. You know, and and when you're, you know, gravitating around the Fourth of July, you know, one of the whole points of this country was just to get the government out of everybody's life. And I just feel like we're just being so overwhelmed by government. And you know, one of the key points, one of the you know, key battlefronts politically in Washington right now is obviously Roe versus Wade. And you know, the the lie being told here again and again and again is that if you know the repeal of Roe versus Wade constitutes the death of democracy, but in fact it's actually the beginning of democracy because if it returns to the states everybody has an individual vote but they're not really framing the conversation that way they're framing it from this place of extremes and i like the rest of the country was so blown away in that you know discussion you were having on capitol hill where you had to remind uh, everybody in the room that you come from the very circumstances that the democrats are encouraging to give up on a pregnancy under
32: Well, Jimmy, anytime you hear the Secretary of the Treasury suggest that poor women, particularly women of color, should abort the baby so that the labor force participation rate increases, we should all stop, look at the screen, and ask ourselves, did we mistake mistake what we just heard? Did we mistakenly assume that she said exactly what she said? But when she doubles down on what she says, we should take her at her word, and we should be outraged that somehow, some way, 60 million fewer Americans is good for our economy. Yeah. How we come to that conclusion, I'll never know. But that we are so calloused, and frankly, from my perspective, so disrespectful to women living in poverty to suggest that the only way up is out of a pregnancy, that to me is, is cold-hearted. And as a kid who grew up in a single-parent household, was a mother who believed that if she could, she should not depend on the government, but depend on her own work ethic. I am the beneficiary of that, and I am so thankful, so thankful, that she and millions and millions of other mamas continue to make the decision for life.
22: Listen, it's so true, man And I agree with you a thousand percent And I'm just, I'm blown away Because, you know, my story doesn't rival yours in any way But I am a guy, you know, is kind of making a career in media And I was a former New York City cab driver for a long time Which is not the conventional path To a nationally syndicated talk show But, you know, you have to get creative with your job options After your third time driving onto the sidewalk You know what I'm saying? you got to get resourceful I kid Absolutely (laughs) you got to come up with some moves But, like, I am so blown away by the level of defeatism that were being yes. sold because like if you go back to the barack obama presidency and we certainly had our policy disagreements but to his credit he was running on a slogan of yes we can and i think in the modern democratic party if he showed up with a yes we can they would tell him to like shut up and check his privilege like who, who is this guy selling empowerment because they're they're not a party of empowerment and aren't you kind of blown away by the fact that they're almost demoralizing voters with this approach
32: Well, there's good news and bad news and all bad news, right? The bad news and bad news is it's bad. And frankly, you think about what the Democrats seem to be selling, especially to the poorest uh, Americans, is this sense of victimhood. Uh, That's the bad news. The the good news is there is a better way. And frankly, we have lived long enough. If you were alive in 2016 through 2020, you've experienced the lowest unemployment rates for African-Americans in the history of the country. You've experienced the lowest poverty rate in the history of the country. You've experienced experienced a 70-year low in unemployment for women. You've experienced the lowest unemployment rate for Hispanics. You've experienced Opportunity Zones that brought private sector, not government money, but private sector dollars back into the poor zip codes in America. And you've also experienced wages growing faster at the bottom than at the top. You've experienced a sense of empowerment that suggests that you are the captain captain of your ship, that you determine your destination. You've experienced good news. You've also experienced American exceptionalism. And whether you're driving a cab in new york city like the big man himself jimmy or whether you're just little tim in the deep south running a football on the football field in high school and singing the song of rocky three you can hear it the eye of the tiger but at the end of the day we want americans to be hopeful hopeful about their work paying off not about someone giving you something that you haven't earned but whatever you do earn you get to keep because in america We believe in the individual. In America, we believe in a free market system that releases and frees and exposes your greatness to the marketplace. That's the beauty of America. You drive a cab one day, and you become a nationally syndicated big dog like Jimmy. Or. If if your fortune is not that good, you wind up in the United States Senate like I did. But either way, either way, you get to live your dream because this is America. Top Gun tells us dreams come true. Listen, I gave you an
22: amen. The whole choir gave you an amen. The last question, you'll get asked it a million times, but brace yourself. There's so much talk about Trump and DeSantis, but I keep telling people there's a third candidate who could take this thing. My question to you is, do you think Kanye will get in?
32: You know, I got to tell you, Kanye West is a one-time candidate. I think he might try it again. (laughs) The truth is... (laughs) <laughs> that whether it's his sneakers or his music, people are attracted to Kanye West. Yep.
22: Don't sleep on Yeezy 2024. That's the official <laughs> remark. I will Don't take sleep it. On
32: Yeezy 2024. Listen, I love it.
22: Everything you told me today tells me that you're going to have a heck of a Fourth of July party. You sound like a good guy to hang out with on the Fourth of July. Is that true?
32: Yes, sir. We always <laughs> celebrate America. And we celebrate independence, and today we celebrate Jimmy.
22: Hey, I'll take it. All right, rock and roll, Tim Scott. Great good hang. Uh, I hope you get some royalties for that Top Gun recommendation. <laughs> that was a strong sell. I'll talk you well, again. By the way, we can't get anywhere. Oh, that's true. No all right. Well, in that case, South if I could just get a them free all popcorn. To Jimmy to a well, I'll take the free popcorn if it's coming. You're the man. I'll, I'll see you it. soon. Take there, me. there he yep. goes. The legendary South Carolina Senator Tim Scott. Nothing much to add, but happy birthday, America, the greatest source of good the world has ever known, the most tolerant and inclusive society on the planet today. Remember that. As you set off your fireworks, you eat your hot dogs, your drumsticks, all meat options. I don't want any vegan crap on my grill. Eat it on your own time. It's America's birthday, and we're doing it old school like the founding fathers. So blow out the candles, America, you sexy thing. You look like a million bucks.
6: To protect his family from disaster, Steve used his camera phone. Done. By taking pictures of his important documents, Steve can always have them stored online. Learn more simple disaster prep tips at ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council. A town
4: square media station. Kevin Miller mornings. Sean Hannity afternoons. KIDO Talk Radio. 107.5 FM. 580 AM.
14: KIDO Nampa. Fox News Now. Anchor in Akron. CJ Papa. Fox News. Police body cam released... Uh, their body cam uh, by the cops in Akron, Ohio, following a police-involved shooting that left a man dead. <laughs> now Fox's Tanya J. Powers has more.
33: As the investigation into the police shooting death of Jalen Walker continues, reaction to the released video of the incident provoked demonstrators to march peacefully through the streets of Akron yesterday. <laughs> Walker, who was unarmed, was killed on June 27th in a pursuit that started with an attempted traffic stop. Akron Police Chief Steve Milet says it's not clear just how many shots were fired by the eight officers involved.
1: The ME's report indicates over
14: 60 wounds to Mr. Walker's body.
33: An attorney for Walker's family says officers kept firing even after he was on the ground. Tanya J. Powers, Fox News. Akron
14: police say a firearm and loaded magazine were recovered from the vehicle. Happy birthday, America. 246 years young today. Many cities are celebrating with fireworks, while Orlando, Florida, saying it's sorry for an inflammatory 4th of July post referencing division and hate. Florida Congressman Michael Walsh represents a district northeast of Orlando. We may not be perfect, but we work things out uh, through our elections and our courts, through debate. Uh, and and we're always seeking to improve. While some Fox and Friends, Orlando still has plans to hold a fireworks show tonight. Some cities in the Southwest, like Phoenix, canceling their fireworks show due to supply chain concerns. Others are worried about sparking wildfires. Another bloody weekend in Chicago. At least 35 people shot, five dead. Uh, Cops say a 10-year-old boy was shot three times with a wall of his bedroom Sunday night in the Inglewood neighborhood. He was taken to the hospital. He is listed in good condition, according to police. America is listening to Fox News.
16: Dell's Black Friday in July sale is here. Power productivity with a tech refresh. Now, with up to 45% off top rated laptops like the XPS, along with our special deals on business desktops with Intel Core processors. Get big savings on the latest servers, storage, monitors, and more with free shipping and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Upgrade today by calling 877 Ask Dell. That's 877 Ask Dell.
4: KIDO Talk Radio.
28: This is Kevin Miller with the Miller Minute on KIDO Talk Radio. Today is the 4th of July, Independence Day, a time of hot dogs and barbecue and loving America. Of course, today it seems a little bit more difficult to love America because you have the Democrats saying, oh, our country is horrible. Look at our the history of this country. Yeah, let's look at the history of this country. The founding fathers that pledged to create our world that we live in today through the grace of God You know what happened to all those folks that signed the Declaration of Independence that put it all on the line so that we could have this liberty, the liberty to criticize our great nation today? Most of them ended up broke, destitute, imprisoned, or ruined, and they did it all for this freedom that we value today. So while we're having a a hot dog or a hamburger or arguing with our liberal relative, thank God that those founding fathers that are under attack each and every day gave a rip about the liberties that we take for granted granted today. We love you. Kevin Miller, KIDO Talk Radio.
19: If you're traveling back home this holiday weekend, make sure you're rested up. Fatigue sometimes is the most dangerous part of driving. Watch out for the other guy. Summer is here, and Idaho is waiting. As you're out making memories this holiday weekend, make the smart decision and plan for a sober ride home. This message brought to you by the Office of Highway Safety. Fox on Faith with Lauren Green.
20: The defamation trial of Johnny Depp versus ex-wife Amber Heard is over, but the strife and struggle of their abusive relationship remains a cautionary tale for countless couples whose relationships will never make front-page news. Psychologist Dr. Roxanne
21: so many people can end up right where they ended up. People walk into marriage with baggage all the time. Mm-hmm. Every one of us. In mm-hmm. fact, two-thirds of the problems that we fight about in marriage are said to be unsolvable problems. Things that we bring into our marriage that are not going to change.
20: Lo teams up with her husband, Greek Orthodox priest Nicholas Lo, to counsel couples on how to thrive in their marriages, not just survive. Combining faith and psychology, they show people how to recognize how their expectations for marriage can destine them to divorce. Father Nicholas Lowe
1: But I do think that many people are buying into this lie of what the world defines as marriage. Simply what the world defines as marriage as opposed to what God's idea of marriage is. And they are totally different.
20: To hear more, go to Lighthouse Faith Podcast for Fox on Faith. Lauren Green, Fox News.
4: KIDO Talk Radio.
30: Primary season is in full swing and the battle for control of the House and the Senate will be up for grabs this fall. Democrats are hoping to hold their razor-thin majority, while Republicans are looking for a red wave in November. I'm Jared Halpern. Over the next hour, we will feature insight from major newsmakers, Fox News reporters, and contributors on the current races that are shaping America's future. On the Fox News Rundown, from Washington, Democracy 2022, the Battle for the Majority, Fourth of July Special, History and Math. Those two subjects are the biggest predictors in election forecasting. History tells us this... Midterm elections are usually not kind to the party of the sitting president. Going back to the Truman presidency, the president's party loses on average about 29 House seats two years after being elected. In 2010, two years after the election of President Obama, Republicans flipped 63 seats. Democrats flipped 41 seats in 2018, two years after the election of President Trump. Now the math... Simply, Republicans don't need to have years anything like those, or even the average, to win control of the House of Representatives. Right now, Democrats hold a slim majority in the House, 220 to 210. Republicans need a net of less than 10 to win an outright majority. The Senate even slimmer. 35 of the 100 seats are on the ballot. If Republicans win just one more than Democrats, that would flip control in what is now a 50-50 divided chamber, with Democrats often relying on the tie-breaking vote of Vice President Kamala Harris. So that's the history and the math. Now. Comes current events. And for that, I'm joined by the co-anchor of America's Newsroom, Bill Hemmer, who spends plenty of election nights crunching the data at the big board, picking up on what voters are saying. Is there sort of a theme that's emerged from every state that that you've sort of picked up on? Yeah, Jared, hey, good to be with you. Good to be back with you. I'd say the
34: one thing that stands out the most is turnout. Now, in a primary season, you're not going to get the results that you the the volume, I should say, that you would normally get in a regular election, and certainly not in a presidential year. Uh, these numbers are significantly lower, I would argue, in some cases and in some states and some races. However, uh, Republicans have the edge, and you're seeing the energy on in that party in turnout after turnout and vote after vote. Whether that stands up to November, we'll see. But it makes Republicans feel pretty good about what they're doing.
30: We're also getting a sense of sort of what's driving votes. And I think this is true both Republicans and Democrats. Um, It's the economy, right? It's sort of... What what is motivating them to to get out?
34: Yeah, uh, inflation is a huge topic, uh, especially for these Republican candidates. You hear them talk about it all the time. Uh, It's almost as if they're all reading from the same sheet of music, Jared. And I think in some cases they probably are. But inflation, the economy, et cetera, they are big topics now. What happens over the next four and a half months? We do know the U.S. Supreme Court is sitting on about 12 to 13 more cases, uh, decisions that have yet to be made public. And within those cases, there's a big gun case that affects potentially voters in New York and about seven other cases, uh, seven other states, I should say, but there's an abortion case in there that may or may not have a significant impact on what goes down in November. Um, so we're waiting on that. We might get it tomorrow. We might get it Friday, but earlier today, the Supreme Court said they would release publicly uh, decisions on Friday. So we're coming to the end of the term. And as is the case with the biggest decisions in that session, the Supremes usually save the biggest decisions for last. I would expect that to be the case here, whether that's Friday Friday or into next week remains to be seen and does that change the calculus for voters come november it might depending on the state it might depending on the particular race
30: the particular races are going to matter and in those tight races particularly in the senate uh, the candidates are going to matter, and it—you it, know—you it, don't have to talk to uh, Senate Republican Leader Mitch McConnell very long for for him to sort of continue to look back and name some candidates and some races from a few years ago who he thinks probably shouldn't have been the, the Republican standard bearers, mm-hmm. and maybe the the fortunes of the Republican Senate uh, would have been different. Um, he is watching a lot of these races very closely. Um, and in some cases, you may have a, uh, sort of establishment McConnell type, uh, Republican up against a, a Trump endorsed, uh, Republican. Uh, how are those races playing out? Uh, the, the few that we've yeah. seen so far. Uh,
34: g- great question. Um, Josh Kroshauer was with us a bit earlier today in America's Newsroom with Dana and me. Uh, he, he made a great point. Um, I asked him what's more important now. Is it the message or the messenger? And he said right now the messenger has to carry the message you get that Mm -hmm. Um, I I can understand that that means the candidate has to be solid and what I think Republicans have been doing this cycle is they've been going for the best candidate it reminds me of what Democrats were able to do in 2018 they went out and drafted a lot of members of the US military Um, they had great backgrounds Uh, there were substantial resumes and they did rather well in uh, the second Year into President Trump's term. And Republicans are doing that right now. You look at some of these uh, races in Virginia from last night on Tuesday night. Jen Kiggins has a very impressive resume. Uh, she was victorious in the Congressional District 2, which is around the Virginia Beach area, southeastern part of the state, heavy military uh, population. She has a military background. She's a Navy helicopter pilot. Uh, today, she's a nurse practitioner, a mother of four. Very impressive resume. Will be a strong candidate. Canada, in a district where Republicans think they can flip it. Uh, and it's, it's also true in Congressional District Number 7. Uh, yes, Lee Vega... Uh, her parents are from El Salvador. They came here as immigrants, fleeing a country that had a bad and corrupt government. Uh, Vega has a law enforcement background. She was a county supervisor in Prince William County, which is a highly populated, as you know, Jared, in the Washington D.C. area, a highly populated area, and so she's gonna make she's gonna make a very good contest with Abigail Spanberger, who has for the past two election cycles barely won in her old district uh district seven which was down around richmond virginia because of redistricting they took that district and moved it a little more north which which would favor her by the way if if you look at the Mm -hmm. demographics for that district um it is plus six or plus seven in favor of democrats but it's also the same district where glenn youngkin won this past november uh, and he won it by five points, I do believe, if memory serves.
30: Yeah, part so of that I'd county. Be, but, yeah,
34: yeah. So this, a, this is the it's kind a of swingy
30: area. <laughs> yeah,
34: and this is the kind of data, Jared, that a lot of you know these the, the politicos dive into to try and get a yeah. read for what you can expect in November.
30: Yeah. At the same time, you know, I know that there's been some questions about you know Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania um, about uh, JD Vance in Ohio. Um, those were not necessarily the first choices for, for some uh, conservatives, for some pro, uh, for some even establishment Republicans. Um, have you heard for, from Republican strategists about how they feel about those Senate races? Those are two races that, you know, would be holds for Republicans. No, they're not even talking flips. Yeah,
34: um, I, I from what I'm hearing, they feel very good about both. And part of the reason they do is because of the current climate. Given the economy, given inflation that you mentioned a few moments ago, um, given the gas prices. Uh, I, I remember, this goes back to April, I believe, Fred Smiths, the former CEO of FedEx, He just recently stepped down and became the chairman. He was on with Brett Baer at 6 o'clock in special report. And Brett was asking him questions about the economy, what he was seeing out there, what's to be expected, et cetera. And if you're chairman of FedEx, you know what commerce is traveling and what people are buying and what they're not buying, what you're shipping and what you're not shipping. It gives you a real measure of the economy. And toward the end of the interview, Brett asked him somewhat of a political question, and he sidestepped it. He said, I'm not going to answer it, but I'll tell you this. I remember being in the Oval Office, and Barack Obama told me, If you want to know what my approval rating is, just look at the price of gasoline in America. The two numbers are directly correlated with each other. And this is some of the fierce headwinds that Joe Biden is seeing today. It's the reason why the recent polling have them going lower and lower uh, in his approval rating. It's because of the economy and people are not happy with it.
30: Well, that has been the case in so many elections, to your point, Bill, and will be a driving uh, force as we look forward now to uh, the midterms. Appreciate all of your data, all of your insight. We'll uh, continue to have these conversations because uh, we still got a few more months of this before we do. folks go to the yes. polls.
18: <laughs> Thank you, Jared. Good to be with you. Democracy 2022, the battle for the majority will be right back.
4: IDO Talk Radio.
19: If you're traveling during this fourth of July weekend, be aware of the fact that fatigue plays a big factor in many accidents. Don't drink or drive. Make sure you've had plenty of rest before you hit the road. Buckle up and drive safely. Boise Mattress is the place in Boise to get a new mattress with a wide selection of mattresses from top brands like Serta and Beautyrest at the best price. See the difference a mattress from Boise Mattress makes. I'm Dave Burnett. That's your Traffic Now.
31: Welcome back to the Fox News Rundown from Washington. Democracy 2022, the battle for the majority, 4th of July special. I'm Kevin Cork. If you follow politics closely, chances are by now you've probably heard of the so-called Trump effect, which is to say that when the former president throws his support behind a GOP candidate, well, you can just about take it to the bank they'll win the race they're in. And while that's not always the case, something we've seen more of during this election cycle, it's still something worth pursuing, especially if you want to win a GOP race. And that's just one of the many data points driving what many observers believe will be a red wave on Capitol Hill come November. When Republican Myra Flores won her congressional race in South Texas, she became the first GOP candidate to claim the district in the heavily Hispanic south part of the state, a victory that sent shockwaves across the political spectrum, serving as both a template for victory for Republicans and, perhaps more notably, a stern warning for Democrats. There's no doubt that President Trump continues to be a strong, uh, influential Uh, force in our party. Paris Denard is a political strategist and the RNC's national spokesperson who spent years tracking voting trends with a particular focus on the GOP, minority outreach, and... The trump effect on races across the country Uh, because if you go back to what he was able to do uh, in
35: terms of growing the party diversifying the party uh, making us uh, the party of the working class the middle class uh, there's so many millions of people who came to the republican party because of the message and the policies Uh, the America First policies that President Trump put in place. And so when it comes to these different candidates that he's been endorsing across the country, uh, and he has over a 95% success rate uh, thus far, uh, Republican voters and quite frankly, Democrat and independent voters who are looking at these different candidates Look to President Trump's endorsement and say, you know what, if he's endorsing uh, someone that is going to carry out the successful, inclusive agenda that he had while he was president, then that could be someone that I want to support. So we are, we think as the Republican National Committee that uh, the Republican voters are going to ultimately make up their, their minds for themselves and who best to serve. But we certainly appreciate the work that President Trump has done to continue to engage not only with the RNC, but also with the grassroots supporters, keeping them engaged, keeping them involved so that you can see tremendous results like we've seen in places like uh, the Rio Grande Valley in South Texas.
31: Yeah, that's exactly a great point to make, in particular when you consider the district down there. Of course, uh, Paris and I are speaking of Republican Myra Flores. She beat the Democrat there, Dan Sanchez, uh, to represent the 34th Congressional District in Texas. Uh, She's the first GOP candidate in that area, Paris, uh, to represent that area since 1870. She's also the first U.S. Congresswoman to be born in Mexico. And I mention her because... She's in a district, uh, Paris, that's like 85% Hispanic. And to flip that district from blue to red is not only historic, it is eye opening, and it could be fear inducing for Democrats. What say you?
35: I think Democrats right now are running scared at the tremendous inroads that the Republican National Committee is making across the country under the leadership of Ronna McDaniel. When you look at uh, the success of Myra Flores, who is going to be sworn in as a United States Congresswoman uh, uh, this evening, uh, Tuesday evening, uh, it is a, it is a testament to the work of so many people who are working to expand our party, get these candidates out of these primaries and and elected. It. But it's also a testament to how intentional uh, the Republican National Committee has been. Uh, when you look at the fact that we have over thirty. Republican National Committee community centers in the black community, Hispanic community, Asian Pacific American community, Jewish community, and even the Native American community. It shows that we are serious about minority engagement. We also have this new uh thing we call RCI, which is the Republican civics initiative, where we are utilizing our uh, community engagement coordinators across the country through our community centers and actually helping to uh, uh, train and and give the 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 lesson plans to help uh, legal residents here study for the civics portions of their uh, exam to become naturalized citizens because we believe that people want to become u s citizens and we want to be the party of legal immigration and so for these Americans people who want to become full American citizens, the Republican National Committee is going to be there to help them pass their civics tests. And so we're intentional on our engagement. And I think Democrats are running scared for a few reasons. One, because they know the economy under the Biden-Harris administration is terrible. And it's disproportionately impacting uh, minorities, the middle class and seniors on fixed incomes. And two, the strategic engagement that we're having at a nationwide effort uh, to bring in new people uh, into our party. Uh, Democrats don't know what to do. But run scared. Uh, But Republicans know what to do. And that's continue to engage, continue to help win elections and continue to show up on Election Day to uh, retire Nancy Pelosi once and for all.
31: I want to uh, share this uh, interesting quote. The uh, Latino organization Bienvenido in Action uh, really went after the president and the Democrats uh, for what they called reckless and unpopular policies. Um, this was a really tough uh, quote from their organization. It said, by electing Republican Myra Flores to Congress, Hispanics are telling the rest of the country that we are fed up with reckless liberal policies and want change, the statement reads. It goes on to say, Myra won because she ran a campaign rooted in our community's values, God, family, and country. You probably heard Rodolfo Rosales of uh, LULAC. He's the uh, Texas state director of LULAC. That's probably the oldest uh, Latino civil rights group in the U.S. He said, listen, one election's not going to dictate whether or not we're moving toward the GOP or moving against it. But I do think the polling that I've read, and, and I'm sure you've seen similar, Numbers really seem to be reflecting Paris. A real interesting shift here. I think for the longest time, Democrats, at least at the national level, sort of felt like listen we have a pretty good stronghold on the African American vote we have a pretty sizable stronghold on the Hispanic vote as long as their numbers grow organically and through immigration that will make us stronger that will turn Texas purple and eventually blue and it's over but i think what you're noticing and even if we didn't look at uh Myra his election uh i can point to a to a poll i just saw the Quinnipiac survey it said president biden's performance Among Hispanics was at just 24 percent. This could be a real switch and a sea change politically that could have massive impact, not just in the state of Texas, but all across the country, Paris. Kevin, you're absolutely right. And I think the Lulac
35: person was mistaken to think that this is only an isolated incident with Myra Flores, because you can point to the fact that uh, we recently elected a a Republican mayor of McAllen, Texas, which is uh, down in southern Texas as well. And you can point to. You can point to other examples of, of flipping seats in California outside of Texas, that we had with Mike Garcia, with Young Kim, with Michelle Park Steele. You know, so the, the the party is is diversifying and changing. Uh, and, and it's a good thing to see these diverse candidates not only put their name in the hat to run for office, but also to uh, win outright in these different primaries that we're seeing. We've seen hundreds of minority Republicans running for office, and we're seeing them come as vic- victoriously out of these primaries. And the road to November in the midterm elections is, and in the the attempt to retire Nancy Pelosi and get rid of Chuck Schumer and his leadership role is going to be won because of the fact that minority Republicans are running and winning.
31: Harris Denard, always a pleasure to spend time with you. We thank you for spending time with us today. And the next time you head out to Pepperdine, be sure to give me a call. Beautiful country out there.
35: I sure will.
18: Kevin, good to talk to you. Democracy 2022, the battle for the majority will be right back.
26: News. I'm Lillian Wu. Some 500 flights delayed today with travel underway for tens of millions this busy holiday weekend. As of right now, delays
18: far outweighing cancellations. More than 100 canceled nationwide. For the last several weeks, millions of people have been dealing with either delays or cancellations. Airlines say staffing shortages, poor weather, external factors, all forcing changes. But pressure is building on the Biden
26: administration to ensure passengers are not shortchanged. Fox's Mark Meredith. And no fireworks tonight for Phoenix, Arizona, which blames supply chain issues. City leaders
18: say they were unable to procure the explosives used in the show, and that doesn't mean other firework shows in neighboring towns or at commercial entertainment venues are canceled. Towns like Peoria and Gilbert and the soccer team Phoenix Rising will all display fireworks.
26: Fox is Evan Brown, America's listening to Fox News.
4: Sean Hannity.
26: You know, years ago when they were trying to Everyone was all over
24: Howard Stern and jumping on his ass over the you know, the show that he did on terrestrial radio.
4: Weekdays 3 to 6.
24: You didn't have to listen to Howard. You didn't have to listen to Amos. You didn't have to listen to Rush, who recently passed away. I can't make you listen. I, I only get to keep the job if you listen. But a few dissenting, a few, there's not a lot of us, and they want to silence them all. KIDO Talk Radio, 107.5
4: FM and 580 AM. KIDO Talk Radio kido
19: talk radio if you're traveling back home this holiday weekend make sure you're rested up fatigue sometimes is the most dangerous part of driving watch out for the other guy summer is here and idaho is waiting as you're out making memories this holiday weekend make the smart decision and plan for a sober ride home this message brought to you by the office of highway safety
36: the fox news rundown from washington democracy 2022 the battle for the majority fourth of july special i'm jessica rosenthal depending on who you ask either a small red wave is coming this fall in midterm elections or a giant one and the confidence of the pundits and politicians on this may vary based on political preference
27: you can see it already now in 2022, Democrats scrambling, seeing the polling that's out there. There is going to be a giant red wave, and that red wave starts in 2022.
36: South Carolina Republican Congresswoman Nancy May spoke to Fox & Friends first before she won her primary race in June. But if you listen to the co-hosts of The View, it's not a done deal. I think people will be more informed, and so I do agree with Joy. We don't know that that red wave is coming because that red wave is based on a big lie. But even Massachusetts Democratic Senator Elizabeth Warren recently warned of a shellacking if Democrats don't do something big, pass something big, that helps the American people.
27: I think we're going to be in real trouble. If we don't get up and deliver, then I believe that Democrats are going to lose.
36: Now, historically, the precedent is the president's party loses House seats in midterms. Kyle Kondik, managing editor at Sabato's Crystal Ball, says on average, the president's party loses about 27 seats in midterms.
29: History tells us that the president's party struggles in the midterm, and that can be exacerbated by having a, a incumbent president who's unpopular as Joe Biden is. Uh, and so I think Republicans have to feel really good about their position in the House.
36: As the president's poll numbers sink, he's been using some new language, adding the word ultra to MAGA and linking nearly all Republicans to former President
25: Trump. This is not your father's Republican Party, as I said.
36: But what will individual Democrats in individual districts do? Will they imitate White House messaging or distance themselves from elements of the party?
15: This is a difficult season for Democrats.
36: Juan Williams is a Fox News political analyst.
15: What we're seeing in terms of the political landscape fits with all the historical precedent. Going back to You know, 2012 with Obama, 2018 with Trump, and now 22 with Biden, which is that typically the incumbent party gets swallowed. I mean, just beat up big time in midterms, huge losses. So when we look at people who indicate, you know, what do you think about the direction of the country? Very pessimistic. Another indication that likely the Democrats are in for a whooping. Now, how can they turn that around becomes the question. How do they identify with the large sense of angst, disappointment, disapproval in the American mind?
36: Is another part of the strategy for Democrats, you know, distancing yourself from the president or the party, like, you know some of the more vulnerable Democrats have said they, they disagreed with the President on the border and like title forty two and Tim Ryan, as you know, running for Senate in Ohio, was asked if, if he would want the president to campaign with him and he said, after pausing for a few seconds, you know he 'd welcome any support, but that he 's the candidate running. How much strategy is there in that if you're if you 're vulnerable, if you 're in a swing district and you 're reading the room that people are unhappy with certain things
15: Well, I think it's very important to read the room in the case of someone. You know let's take ohio you know he's gonna say listen i'm not sure how biden might play in this room at this moment but let's not ignore the reality biden would be a tremendous attention getter in terms of media if he came to visit and campaign and he's also a tremendous fundraiser so that's something to keep in mind it might be that you want to think about the timing So the room might be cold right now, it might get hot a little later, and then it might get cool or some other temperature down the road in which (laughs) Biden would fit ideally. But the point is, you've got to be able to read the room and understand that Biden is unpopular in many areas of the country right now. But again, be very careful, and you'll hear this from strategists, who is Biden unpopular with? We know he's unpopular with Republicans, but again, you come back to those swing voters. And you know, a lot of times we don't define who that swing voter is, but if you go into, you know, a suburban Richmond district or you go into Ohio, you're not gonna get ardent Republican voters. They're locked in as opponents of a Democratic candidate for House, for Senate, for whatever. But if you're talking to a white suburban female, if you really wanted to boil it down and watch the TV ads, listen to your radio ads, understand where the dollars are being focused, it would be on that white female suburbanite. She's a mom. She's involved with the schools because of her kids. She's someone who cares about taxes because she is, if she's not paying the bills at the kitchen table, she's going to the mall. And she is just coming back, if you're thinking about the fall election, from having to buy school supplies and school clothes and all that. So these things matter. And that's the audience you're speaking to. And right now, that audience is available to Democrats. The question is, what's the message that can persuade that person, given Biden's lack of popularity, given the difficulty with the economy, what can persuade that person to say, you know what, I'm fed up. I really want to throw a spitball at the people in power, but hold on a second. Why wouldn't I? And that's, that's what the Democratic candidate has to convey. Here's the reason not to throw your spitball at us.
36: Now that the Supreme Court has upheld Mississippi's law and overturned Roe v. Wade, how much will that impact Democrats' messaging and how they fight this fall?
15: I think it's really going to be a dominant message from Democrats that the Supreme Court has acted contrary to public sentiment on this issue. Right now, it's more than two thirds of Americans support legal abortion and leaving Roe v Wade in place. So the court's actions are evidence that the Democrats can offer that a conservative Supreme Court six to three has run over precedent run over 50 years of settled law in order to achieve a conservative aim which is making abortion illegal in terms of not being a constitutional right and leaving right. it up to states to the states right so she they will say hey wait a second again look at what the option is more of this kind of anti-democratic anti-public sentiment anti womens rights and you have every reason to be excited and send a message to the supreme court that you don't like it and you can do that by voting for me
36: how do you think the president is doing on defense right now
15: you know i think they're in a difficult spot because i think there is so much discontent in the land, so much as we've talked about people saying we think the country's headed in the wrong direction, so much polarization. And right now, if you listen to Republican media, if you listen to Republican politicians, it's not that they have answers. It's not that they have an agenda that says, oh yeah, here's what we would do about inflation. Uh, If you say, what would you do about gun violence? It's not that they are You know ready with their own prescription they don't have them Hmm. but what they do have in this moment is their status as the outsider who is also discontented and attacking what they argue is the elite establishment democratic party so you've got to get if you are the president You've got to communicate with the voters that, hey, we're not the elites. We represent you. We're the party of the working class man and woman. We're the party that understands and cares about people who are worried about violence. We're the party of people who understand that if you're you know worried right now about COVID, that we want to make sure you have a vac- you know, vaccine, or that you have protections, et cetera. We're trying to get us back to normal. That's the argument that the Democrats are trying to make at this critical moment. And I must say, even now, as we're, you know, July 4th, the election is, you know, four or five months away. But even now, voter positions are being cemented. Hmm. And now is when the message has to be delivered. You cannot wait until September, Labor Day, to start your messaging. That messaging has to be active right now.
36: Juan Williams, thank you so much for your time.
15: Jessica, always a pleasure. I'm glad to be able to help.
18: Democracy 2022, the battle for the majority will be right back. KIDO
4: Talk Radio. IDO Talk Radio.
19: If you're doing any driving this 4th of July weekend, remember, do not drink and drive. Leave your keys at home. Give them to somebody else. Get a ride. Be safe. Don't drink and drive. Get ready for backyard summer fun with the beautiful new Bullfrog Spa. You can save up to $2,500 off MSRP with that 60-month special financing at Bullfrog Spa's factory outlet store in Boise. Sale ends today. That's your traffic. Now, I'm Dave Burnett.
30: Welcome back to the Fox News Rundown from Washington. Democracy 2022, the battle for the majority. Fourth of July special. It's hard to think about 2022 without thinking ahead to 2024. After all, the strength of both 2024 frontrunners at this early stage will be tested in November as former President Trump, still the most influential Republican, holds rallies and gets involved in key races across the country. And like most midterms, the elections in so many places will serve as a referendum on the party in power, testing President Biden's political strength. All the while, there is a pretty obvious question. Will 2024 be a rematch of 2020? Another Biden versus Trump election. The midterms could help answer that. So let's not waste any time talking 2024 and bring in Kyle Kondik, a regular voice on our Democracy 2022 coverage and the managing editor of Sabato's Crystal Ball at the University of Virginia's Center for Politics.
29: Yeah, it seems like there are some Democrats who basically don't want Biden to run again um, and are, uh, you know, would like to see a fresh face in 2024 and are concerned about Biden's age, et cetera. Um, and I'll also say that, you know, maybe there are things going on behind the scenes that we don't know about that are getting reflected in some of these um, uh, reports or comments that, that come out. But, you know, from the White House's perspective, there, even if Biden has decided not to run again, and there's no indication he, he has made a decision like that, but even if he did – um, there's no reason to let that news come out now, because as soon as it, it, as soon as it, it would become clear that Biden was running again, if in fact he doesn't, um, he'd be a lame duck. And uh, uh, it wouldn't forget uh, about your
30: legislative agenda.
29: Right. And I, mean, I think Biden already has kind of some trouble breaking through, you know, if 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 one of Trump's problems that it was that he was sort of ever present and too much in people's lives kind of wonder if Biden has sort of the opposite problem in that in the midst of a lot of challenges he doesn't seem as um he just doesn't seem to to be kind of dominating the conversation the way that trump did and again you know that, that in some ways we we elect new presidents to correct for what we see as the problems with the past president and i think that biden was is someone who you know was never going to be as um as 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 public and in your face as trump was but uh, i just wonder if um it just seems like that there are these problems going on be it inflation or gas prices or what have you and that um you know the, the the white house is not necessarily seen as having answers to those things but um whatever biden's influence problems are now he'd have even less influence if it became clear he wasn't running again. So um, uh, there's just no reason for the White House to take any posture other than what they've already said, which is that he's running again.
30: And if you're a Democrat, is there a natural successor to Biden? Is it the vice president, Kamala Harris? I mean, that that's generally the, the way that the, the torch is passed.
29: Yeah, and, and look, I think that that Harris would, you know, you certainly would expect her to run in the event of a uh, Biden retirement, um, and I would imagine Harris probably would start as the polling front runner, and then the question is whether she's strong enough to um, push other candidates out and, and, you know, push them away from running. And I don't think that people look at Harris as a. Incredibly imposing figure within the Democratic Party. Well, um, you know, one thing that you would have to take take note of is that, you know, part of the reason that Biden won was that or won the nomination was that he was so strong with Black voters, and I could imagine that Harris, as the incumbent Black vice president, mm-hmm. um, uh, would would also be very strong with Black voters mm-hmm. um, in a way that she wasn't in her run in twenty twenty, and and that would be something that her potential rivals would have to. Um, would have to try to, you know, uh, figure out and, 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 you know, uh, try to uh, tamp down on that support. So, um, I do think you'd probably see a, a fair number of other Democrats running because I just don't think Harris is strong enough, um, to dissuade a bunch of people run it from running. I don't think she's like, like, for instance, Al Gore in 2000, you know, he was, He did have a challenge from 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 Bill Bradley, but um, but Gore was the leader the whole time and and won the nomination relatively easily. Uh, This, I think, is it would be a different situation.
30: Let's talk about uh, Donald Trump, who still believes that he won the the 2020 election. So is that if he decides to run what, what he's running on? I mean, he would have to sort of present an alternative to Biden. Right.
29: Yeah, I, th- I think so. Um, and, you know, I do think that presidential elections, you know, ideally are kind of forward looking, but but I think Trump would be very much backward looking. Uh, I mean, that's how he's been in so much. You know, he's been he's been so present for a former president and yeah. um, so public about his his complaints. And there's, you know, there, there are a lot of complaints and not a whole lot of evidence coming from the former president and uh, and his camp. Um so it'd be just be interesting to see how he would actually run if in fact he does run. And, you know, there, there are a lot of indications that he is going
30: to run again, but we'll just have to wait and see um, when and if he actually jumps that's, in. I mean, that's it's, fascinating, isn't it? Like right. every indication that he's running. Um, right.
29: And, and, you know, there's been, what some are you pattern- looking
30: for to say like, that's it? He's got, he's like, is it him saying I'm running?
29: Yeah, I, I think so. I think, you know, and, and, uh, um, you know, I, I think that from a, from a Democrat's perspective, you know, they seem to wanna keep trying to tie other, tie Republicans to Trump and sort of take advantage of Trump being a very public ex-president and someone who, You know, certainly a lightning rod um, political figure. And of course, if Trump was actually a nominee for or or was an announced candidate for president prior to the midterm, well, that would probably make Trump a little bigger deal in the midterm. And Democrats desperately want to make this election something other than a referendum on the state of the country and on Biden, because Biden's unpopular and people are pessimistic about the state of the country right now.
30: So if you're, I don't know, Ron DeSantis, Mike Pompeo, Mike Pence. 25 or 30 other Republicans um, who are making regular trips to New Hampshire and Iowa. Um, what what are you? I mean, do you wait? I mean, how long can you wait? Uh, it takes usually about a year and a half to run for president.
29: Yeah. I mean, you know, you'd expect, um, you, you would typically expect there to be people announcing for president, uh, you know, right after the midterm. Right maybe, after. Yeah. I was going to say, maybe, like, maybe, maybe, maybe the they wait
30: until like the new year
29: yeah uh, uh yeah and, and and look i mean the longer trump waits the more it might kind of push others to wait too um that's sort of the advantage i guess that trump has in waiting is that um if, it, if it's sort of unclear as to whether he's running again he sort of you know again he freezes out some folks but there may be some people who just decide to run anyway yeah, i would think that if trump were to be defeated in a republican primary which i mean it certainly start as the favorite then you would see how things develop mm-hmm. but um I think he would bet really benefit from a divided field like the way he did in 2016. Uh, you know, he he's uh, uh if it's if it's like, you know, DeSantis versus Trump and it's like just them and they're the only two like real credible candidates, you know, maybe that's a situation where you could actually imagine DeSantis winning, but if it's like DeSantis, Pence, Nikki Haley, Ten other candidates and Donald Trump, you'd say, oh well, Trump is actually in better position there because the vote would be splintered in such a way that he would be advantaged. Of course, we saw from the you know the the, the 2016 primary that the way that the Republican delegates are allocated and awarded in uh, on their side, it, it you know if you're a plurality winner, you're still getting a lot of the delegates. You're getting more of the delegates than maybe the share your share of the vote might you might think otherwise. So. Um, A a big splintered field, I think, would actually help, uh, you know, help Trump.
30: Well, we'll have plenty of data points between now and then, but it's never too early to start thinking about those those presidential races. They they come up on us awfully fast uh, every four years. So, Kyle, appreciate the time. Uh, Have a great summer, friend. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the Fox News Rundown from Washington, Democracy 2022, the Battle for the Majority, 4th of July special. You can subscribe to the Fox News Rundown from Washington podcast at foxnewspodcast.com or wherever you download podcasts. This has been a production of Fox News Radio.
4: KIDO Talk Radio.
28: This is Kevin Miller with the Miller Minute on KIDO Talk Radio. Today is the 4th of July, Independence Day, a time of hot dogs and barbecue and loving America. Of course, today it seems a little bit more difficult to love America because you have the Democrats saying, oh, our country is horrible. Look at our the history of this country. Yeah, let's look at the history of this country. The founding fathers that pledged to create our world that we live in today through the grace of God You know what happened to all those folks That signed the Declaration of Independence That put it all on the line so that we could Have this liberty, the liberty to criticize Our great nation today? Most of them Ended up broke, destitute, imprisoned Or ruined, and they did it all for This freedom that we value today So while we're having a a Hot dog or a hamburger or Arguing with our liberal relative Thank God that those founding Fathers that are under Attack each and every day gave A rip about the liberties that we take for granted today. We love you. Kevin Miller, KIDO Talk Radio.
37: I'm Chad Pergram with the Speaker's Lobby. House aides just got a big pay raise. Now Democratic Hawaii Senator Brian Schatz says it's time for the same to happen in the Senate. Schatz wrote to Senate legislative branch appropriators pushing for a 20% bump in the allowance that senators use to pay their staffers. But Schatz argued that as senators sit down to make decisions about fiscal 2023 spending, paying their employees a living wage should be a priority. The increase would help slow the Hill brain drain and recruit newcomers. Schatz argued that years of skimping have led to a dire situation. The plan would amount to a bump of roughly $97 million for Senators' official personal and office expense accounts. Schatz also wants $7 million in new dedicated funding to pay interns who work for Senate committees. The House took more drastic action, boosting office budgets by 21%. Other recent moves on the House side include a pay floor of $45,000 per year and a ceiling of $203,700 per year. Staffers can now potentially earn more than their bosses. With the speakers lobby, Chad Pergram, Fox News. Fox on Tech. Ever use Google Hangouts?
18: Yeah, not many really ever did. You're not alone. Google started it as a platform-free instant messaging service bundled in with Google+, Plus, the social network Google tried to start to compete with Facebook and yes, even MySpace. After 2013, Hangouts became a standalone service, and now Google says it will pull the plug on Hangouts in November and is directing users to the newer Google Chat app. Google Chat is a more secure messaging service, and the tech giant will be migrating Hangout users to chat over the next month. It will also ask users to take advantage of Google Takeout to securely save any of their stored data. Aside from messaging, Google Chat allows for group texting and working on documents within Google's ecosystem, and that would even include Google Spaces, their real-time collaboration tool. With Fox on Tech, I'm Evan Brown, Fox News.
9: The Department of Veterans Affairs is so innovative, it not only improves the life. The
4: Town Square Media Station.
18: 580 AM, KIDO Nampa,
4: k 298 CN Boise, 1075 FM. This is KIDO Talk Radio. Fox News Now.
14: The support continues for Ukraine, C.J. Papa, Fox News. The European Union meeting today at the Ukraine Recovery Conference. President Volodymyr Zelensky addressing the group virtually blasting his enemy.
22: Russia's war against Ukraine is not simply an attempt to seize our land and destroy our state institutions or break down our independence. It is a far greater confrontation, the confrontation of
14: outlooks. Zelensky through an interpreter. Russian President Vladimir Putin declares victory today in the eastern Ukrainian region of Luhansk. It's too dangerous today to search for 17 people still missing when part of an alpine glacier in northern Italy broke off and slammed into hikers. At least six are dead, nine recovering from injuries when ice, snow and large rocks thundered down the mountain topped by the Mar- a lot at Glacier. President Biden returns to the White House from Camp David just before 2 p.m. Eastern today to celebrate the nation's 246th birthday. But many Americans are not ready to celebrate his job performance. Critics are slamming the
18: president for the state of the country on this Fourth of July. The president says there has been some extraordinary progress, but when you look at the polling, voters may not feel the same way. The latest Associated Press survey finding that only 39% of people approve of the president's job performance, down sharply from a year ago. When it comes- to the economy the president also trying to put a positive spin on things he wrote over the weekend that we have put america in a position to tackle the worldwide problem of inflation from a place of strength the problem is republicans in congress are doing everything they can to stop my plans to
14: bring down costs you know fox's mark meredith in washington the president sending out a tweet about the nation's birthday the fourth of july is a sacred day in our country it's a time to celebrate the goodness of our nation the only nation on earth founded based on an idea that all people are created equal make no mistake our best days still lie ahead. America is listening
16: to Fox News. Dell's Black Friday in July sale is here. Power productivity with a tech refresh. Now, with up to 45% off top rated laptops like the XPS, along with our special deals on business desktops with Intel Core processors. Get big savings on the latest servers, storage, monitors, and more with free shipping and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Upgrade today by calling 877 Ask Dell. That's 877 Ask Dell.
4: KIDO Talk Radio.
28: This is Kevin Miller with the Miller Minute on KIDO Talk Radio. Today is the 4th of July, Independence Day, a time of hot dogs and barbecue and loving America. Of course, today it seems a little bit more difficult to love America because you have the Democrats saying, oh, our country is horrible, look at our the history of this country. Yeah, let's look at the history of this country. The founding fathers that pledged to create our world that we live in today through the grace of God, you know what happened to all those folks that signed the Declaration of Independence that put it all on the line so that we could have this liberty, the liberty to criticize our great nation today? Most of them ended up broke, destitute, imprisoned, or ruined, and they did it all for this freedom that we value today. So while we're having a, a hot dog or a hamburger or arguing with our liberal relative, thank God that those founding fathers that are under attack each and every day gave a rip about the liberties that we take from granted today. We love you Kevin Millar Talk Radio. If you're traveling
19: back home this holiday weekend, make sure you're rested up. Fatigue sometimes is the most dangerous part of driving. Watch out for the other guy. Summer is here, and Idaho is waiting. As you're out making memories this holiday weekend, make the smart decision and plan for a sober ride home. This message brought to you by the Office of Highway
5: Safety. Securing America. The group of seven leaders have pledged to continue supporting Ukraine for as long as it takes. President Biden attended the G7 meeting in the German Alps with the Russian invasion of Ukraine, a key topic of discussion with other world leaders. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says despite an increase in attacks against Ukrainian cities, Russian forces are facing obstacles. Russia faces limitations in terms of its ability to resupply uh, and to fill out its battalion tactical groups. Senate Republican leader Mitch McConnell says if his party controlled Congress, aid to Ukraine would remain a top priority. My attitude is I'm willing to give them anything that will shoot that they think will be helpful NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg says the alliance wants to increase the number of its rapid reaction forces from the current 40,000 troops to 300,000 President Biden will attend the NATO summit in Madrid on Tuesday Rich Dennison Fox News
28: Fox on Faith with Lauren Green,
20: The defamation trial of Johnny Depp versus ex-wife Amber Heard is over, but the strife and struggle of their abusive relationship remains a cautionary tale for countless couples whose relationships will never make front page news. Psychologist Dr. Roxanne Lowe.
21: So many people can end up right where they ended up. People walk into marriage with baggage all the time, Mm -hmm. every one of us. In Mm -hmm. fact, two thirds of the problems that we fight about in marriage are said to be unsolvable problems, things that we bring into our marriage that are not gonna change.
20: Lowe teams up with her husband, Greek Orthodox priest Nicholas Lowe to counsel couples on how to thrive in their marriages, not just survive. Combining faith and psychology, they show people how to recognize how their expectations for marriage can destine them to divorce. Father Nicholas Lowe.
1: But I do think that many people are buying into this lie of what the world defines as marriage, simply what the world defines as marriage as opposed to what God's idea of marriage is, and mm. they are totally different.
20: To hear more, go to Lighthouse Faith Podcast for Fox on Faith. Lauren Green, Fox
4: News. KIDO Talk
6: Radio. This is a Fox News Radio special from Fox Nation, Warrior Ranch, with your host, Johnny
7: Joey Jones. The invisible wounds from war. American heroes battle them every day at the Warrior Ranch. Military veterans and first responders are provided a safe haven of health and well-being through horse interaction. During this hour, we follow U.S. Army Staff Sergeant, James Allen Pennington, and retired racehorse, Red, on their journeys to recovery as they learn to help one another. Birthday, i seen this little girl run off the distance.
2: You see children that play all the time. They just don't blow up in your face.
11: War, as they say, war is hell. And there's nothing good about war. When you come back, you're, uh, you're scarred for life. They want to kill you, so you either kill or you're going to be killed.
2: You can't, you can't really
8: just kind of turn that off. Race horses in general are trained to go, go, go. Noble Empire has grabbed the front from Hometown Pride. Then we bring them back after they've no longer been a race, and we want them to blend back in and be reasonable. Of all
9: the rescues we've had, he was the first horse that actually tried to jump out of the store window.
7: Humans are natural predators, horses are natural prey because we train both man and animal to go to the extreme of their natural instincts the soldier becomes the ultimate fighter Ah! and the racehorse is is forced into ultimate flight sonomon is down toward the inside as they arrive at
15: the eight-pole
11: this is one of the few wars that we've been in lately iraq afghanistan that the enemy is not in front of you necessarily the enemy is around you three hundred and sixty degrees and obviously combat there's nothing like it you don't experience it in real life it's tragic uh, you're always tense and you're always fearful uh, of what's going to happen you prepare you always
2: you know prepare for
11: the best but you can expect the worst now
2: that's what's required of me to ensure that my friends that are that I have boots on the ground with me come back home and if it takes eliminating the enemy before they eliminate us then you can bet
8: i'll be the first one to fire the shot the fact of the matter is when horses are deemed useless or dangerous their reputation precedes them which then lands them at auction
9: with racehorses typically their career is not that long and i feel like people underestimate thoroughbreds that are off the track and they automatically assume that they are untrainable can't be handled and yes in a lot of cases that is true He was very spirited when he came. He was very anxious. He was head shy. He really didn't want people close to him. He wouldn't let you touch him.
7: Red's first step in retraining is being relocated to the Warrior Ranch at the Simonetti Training Center. Red's anxiety about working with people is making the trailer ride difficult and dangerous. Last night we went to get the red horse and uh, I knew he was hot, there's no doubt. As we approached the trailer, he was
8: actually fine with it. We got on real easy. Then he got anxious and he wanted to back off, so I just let him back off. So he didn't feel trapped. If he's that anxious and he gets that excited, he hurt himself. Yeah, right there. So we hit the road as fast as we could.
9: You never want to see a horse in that much anxiety and you never want to see them getting upset or having a hard time with anything. So it was it was very difficult for me.
7: When their job is done, the soldier protecting us and defending our freedom, the horse racing, performing and entertaining us. Just about three lengths off the lead. We say thank you very much, but we'd appreciate it if you didn't do that anymore. The fact is, that is easier said than done. We're definitely not trained uh, to hold
11: hands and sing kumbaya. You cannot see post-traumatic stress disorder. Everybody who comes back from war is traumatized. And even those who come back who seem to adjust very well at some point in their future, uh, they will fight that tragic experience that they had overseas.
2: So I I, I wake up one morning and um, just needed some relief. So I put on my dress greens uniform, took 30 foot of a rope,
7: and was going to walk out to the barn and hang myself. Due to post-traumatic stress disorder, 22 veterans are committing
11: suicide every day. It's a very significant figure and a tragic figure. That number is ridiculous as compared to regular society, and it you know, should be
13: zero their battles their struggles that they face during and after military service sometimes when we lose a veteran and it gets called a suicide their last
7: words are I don't want to die many of these men and women were lacking a safe therapeutic outlet to ease their reintegration into civilian life
10: when soldiers go over to Iraq and Afghanistan they're prepared for battle and the things that they may see in our culture we hold you know, women and uh, children to high regard. When they go over to battle, women are strapped up with bombs and children are being used as weapons and our soldiers have to take action. Where's it at? It affects the most deepest parts of their psyche and what they've learned in the culture that they've grown up in and now what they have to do they're not prepared for that.
11: When you're in battle, the consequences could be fatal. I
10: got 150
11: rounds left! And then all of a sudden you got to turn it off when you're demobilized, when you come home, and you're back in the United States. That switch sometimes goes off, but a lot of times, and most of the times, that switch doesn't go all the way to the off position.
7: For this soldier and this horse, retraining and reintegration into society is a matter of life or death.
2: With PTSD, you you know, you, you don't always walk around lit up and and with heightened experience, you know, senses like spider senses or something. You you have to have what's called a trigger.
10: They may be doing something during the day and then all of a sudden these memories pop into their head and they actually start to relive some of this through flashbacks. And when a person is in a flashback, it's almost like a dissociation from being in reality. It alters the way they function in life.
2: I just... It, it, it's whichever one, whichever response kicks in, it's, it's fight or flight, like at, at a child's birthday party. You got all these people around you and they're all talking, and they're all I'm talking like, at once and you can't help but, you know, kind of listen to every conversation and nobody's talking to you and you're kind of like women in all these, you know, all this stimulus
7: and you just got to leave. Since the beginning of time, there has been a special bond between man and horse. Initially, the horse was our beast of burden, used to build the foundation of this country. Horses are athletes and need a job. Today, for the most part, the horse is used for our entertainment, racing, trail riding, and performing. The average lifespan of a horse can be anywhere from 20 to 30 years. A racehorse's career averages 7 to 8 years. Just like any athlete, an injury or lack of performance will cut their career short.
8: Race horses definitely need to be repurposed because there's so many of them that don't make the final cut, and now they have no
33: real purpose. Well, when a horse career is over, there's a lot of societies now that uh, take horses as riding horses. Allison McGowan of McGowan Stables
7: is one who takes such horses whose careers are over.
9: We've been involved in thoroughbred and standardbred racing for many years, and that has also segued into the rescue and rehabilitation of racehorses after their careers are over, either from an injury or that they no longer would be racing. What we do is we take the horses in, we give them any medical attention they need, we retrain them, and try to find them their forever home.
7: With over 5,000 wins, Jimmy Marone is an expert horse trainer
33: a horse is going to race, we take them out every single day, except race day. Race day is race day. But after that, they get jogged and trained on a regular basis. In our business, uh, a horse will race as two-year-olds, and the ones that aren't so strong will start racing at three,
7: and they'll race right to the 14. When a racehorse is injured or retiring, The McGowans have been known to come to the rescue.
9: Red came to us from the track. He had a couple of starts and then unfortunately suffered a career-ending injury with a bow tendon.
7: Though a bow tendon doesn't necessarily mean that the horse can't go on or do other things, with respect to racing, it just isn't possible. Now it's imperative that four-year-old Red be rehabbed and retrained in order to have a second chance.
6: Up next, Sergeant Pennington looks back on his military career and begins the process of bonding with Red as Warrior Ranch continues.
4: KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio.
19: KIDO Talk Radio. The highways and freeway to be busy with people returning from this Fourth of July weekend. If you're coming down 55, flaggers will be in place. Watch yourself on Highway 21 and on the freeway as well. At Pioneer Federal Credit Union, let your money work for you with a term certificate account with rates as high as 1.5 APY. Visit pioneerfcu.org for more. Terms and conditions apply. Member NCUA. I'm Dave Burnett. That's your traffic now.
6: to warrior ranch as retired racehorse red continues
8: vital training to perform off the track obviously i want to get him off the trailer as fast i can so that he can relax and when i opened the trailer doors he was soaking wet head to toe as if he'd been swimming. That's how much his nerves got him sweating and worked up.
9: In order for him to have a successful second half of his life, now that his racing career is over, the training needs to happen. It's invaluable, it is critical to him having a successful life now off the track.
33: Their second career is what it is. Like, you know, a lot of people respect their horses and what they did for them, and they do not want them to fall in bad hands.
7: Horses live into their 30s. Most racehorses retire before the age of 10, so the retraining is necessary. In Simonetti training, he taps into the natural language of the
10: horse. The more we're learning about PTSD, there's many things being put in place right now to try to help soldiers. We're trying to get horses involved with soldiers because we know that the human-animal bond definitely decreases symptoms.
7: Equine expert Tony Simonetti specializes in natural horsemanship understanding the nature of the horse. Hello, my friend. I've
8: kind of mastered the ability to take predators, have them act less like predators, and take the prey animals, and have them act less like prey animals. Racehorses are taught to run as fast as they possibly can. Some of them are acting instinctively and just running to get in front of the herd. And so, so they're like the extreme in acting instinctive. So I got to really take them and have them act less instinctive to introduce them back into a society that now they're no longer racing. And in your case, you were trained to be the ultimate predator. You were trained to serve this country in, in the best way possible. And now you're coming back and getting back introduced to a society that, you know, you kind of haven't been in him for a while, right? My job is to teach you what I can do so that we can take these two extremes and have a happy outcome in the end. Love the guy. He looks you right in the eyes, very sincere. Just, uh, I believe in my heart that he's gonna be a very valuable asset. He who moves through in the horse world wins. I gotta ask him not just to move, but I gotta ask him to move in a specific direction, at a specific gate that I want, when I want. You're gonna see me ask for inside turns, outside turns to face, to look at me, all with no contact whatsoever, all just by my energy. They know exactly what predators are looking at and what they're focused on. So I'm just going to plug right into that formula that Mother Nature has already taught us. down. In the beginning, Red didn't even know I existed. We turned him out in the round pen, empty, trail loaded, and he he basically round penned himself. Head high, wide-eyed, and running around anxious and anxiety over everything.
9: He's instinctual. I think that's the best word to describe him. He's instinctual.
2: Well, I can relate. Being in the military, you learn different skill sets. There's a, a very distinct parallel between learning how to do one particular job, that that's your job.
8: You do it, you do it, you do it. He got smart, now he's round penning me. <laughs> I'll just make him run. Good boy. That's a good boy right there. Good. See, all of this reinforces to him that, ah, oh, all I gotta do is that, and everything gets better. All I gotta do is pay attention and stop thinking about what mother nature told me. I can kind of see myself being run around the round pen, you know, so
2: it was, kind of, it was very cool.
9: His attention, obviously, is com- is night and day right now. I mean, he always had a history of evading. So the fact that he's paying such attention is incredible. And the respect, he's, he now is respectful.
8: There we go. I want to get that worried look out of his eye, you see it? Yeah. The lower the horse's head, the lower the emotional status, okay? So now watch. If I walk up, put my arm around my best pal, put my finger right there, instead of him pushing against <laughs> it, right? That's awesome. We could just kind of relax together. That's there cool. you go. Did you hear that? <laughs> yep. That was, ah, life is getting better. By the minute, life is getting better. He's not going to believe where this leads in, in regard to how the horse is going to help him. Kiss to him.
10: A horse knows the difference between a normal person and somebody who's been through trauma, and they react differently with that person.
8: Now pick up your left hand and tap your leg. Go ahead, and kiss to him. Now follow him around, look at that hindquarters. Release. Okay, one tap, too many.
2: I am from the great state of Alabama. I actually wanted to go into the Army since I was eight years old, we had a, a little, what, like a 10 inch black and white TV. So I woke up one Sunday morning, seen John Wayne flag over Iwo Jima, chin strap hanging off the Kevlar or a steel pot, and I was like, man, that's for me. They
13: signed up for the purpose, uh, knowing and believing strongly that there was nothing more important in life as far as their sense of purpose than to defeat an enemy that wants to destroy American ideals, our flag, our freedom, our constitution, our liberties. You can prepare yourself
11: physically, you can prepare yourself mentally of what you think war is gonna be like, but until you're actually in the combat zone and bullets are flying over your head and motors are going off and it's a whole different set of facts.
20: You once told me you thought you were going to hell.
2: Oh yeah. For all the for all the death and the women and the children are
11: often used as human shields obviously groups like isis and groups over in iraq and afghanistan and the taliban and al qaeda they're not signatories to the geneva convention so they have no rules to govern uh, the law of war so it presents a lot of problems to the u.s servicemen and women who are in combat situations
2: i mean even even though the government says okay you are deployed under a military operation, you know, you're you're still out there taking people's lives. You know, some some father, some son, some mother, some daughter.
10: We're trying to help them reframe those thoughts. To you, did a lot of for humanity here because you know, without with the dangers removed, a lot more people are safe. They made the
13: right decision. And that's what happens in war, and that's something that that person who pulled the trigger has to live with forever.
2: My 19th birthday, I was ready to go in, and I asked I asked my pastor, "Do you think I should go into the army?" And he said, "Well, why do you um, why do you want to know? Well, people in the army engage and kill other people." He goes, "Yes. Well, you know, sometimes you have to do that. You know, 17 years is a long time, and." Um, I kind of strayed from that train of thought because I've killed a lot of people.
10: A lot of the time when they're in battle, their adrenaline is constantly on, off, on, off, on, off. And you take a person that's going through that over and over again, and then you bring them back to a, a, a social setting where that's not happening. All of a sudden, their physiological response to daily living is is altered
12: again i live with somebody i you know i love somebody very much that's been in the military and that's done all these things and he'll joke around every once in a while and i'll say you know there's times i've only eaten worms to live and i'm sure that's the truth i'm sure and i guess it's good that he could joke about it now but he's been through a lot
6: up next sergeant pennington looks back on his military career and begins the process of bonding with red as warrior ranch continues
26: News. I'm Lillian Wu. Body cam video has been released in the police shooting death of a black Ohio man who officials say suffered more than 60 gunshot wounds. As
33: the investigation into the police shooting death of Jalen Walker continues, reaction to the released video of the incident provoked demonstrators to march peacefully through the streets of Akron yesterday. Hey, Walker, who was unarmed, was killed on June 27th in a pursuit that started with an attempted traffic stop. Fox's Tony J. Powers, Pope Francis debunking rumors he plans to resign soon. <laughs>
2: Telling Reuters
26: <laughs> the idea never entered his mind to announce retiring at the end of the summer, though he might step down someday like his predecessor did. The pontiff hopes to visit Moscow and Kiev after traveling to Canada later this month. America's listening to Fox News
4: sean
24: hannity there are a lot of institutional forces i've been warning you about way before this election weekdays three to six don't particularly like conservatives this this statement by anderson cooper is revealing in that sense the yeah, here they're going to go back to their olive garden or holiday inn i love the olive garden i like walmart You know, I like my Second Amendment rights and my Bible and God and my religion, too. KIDO Talk Radio, 107.5 FM and 580 AM.
4: KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio.
19: Several rules and laws for you as you're traveling this holiday weekend. Number one, buckle up. Do not drive without a seatbelt on. Make sure the kids are in the proper car seats and don't drink and drive. Watch out for the other guy. When it comes to keeping your family comfortable, call Ultimate Heating and Air, your factory-authorized Bryant dealer. Whether it's service, repair, or a second opinion, visit ultimateheatingandair.com. That's your Traffic Now. I'm Dave Burnett.
6: We're listening to a Fox News Radio special from Fox Nation,
7: Warrior Ranch, with your host, Johnny Joey Jones. The Warrior Ranch is a facility where veterans and first responders learn to work with racehorses in a number of capacities. The purpose is to help our American heroes deal with issues like post-traumatic stress disorder. At the same time, the horses learn to deal with their own struggles as they're prepared for retirement or adoption. This is the story of the bond between U.S. Army Staff Sergeant James Allen Pennington and retired racehorse, Red. Though Red is successfully communicating with Simonetti, we need to be sure the training is transferable to another owner and rider. So walk that way calmly and just look at him and relax your body. You relax totally. He's cool with you
8: right now. Just relax everything. Go right to it. Good boy. Talk to him. Not to him. Go to the house and look at his hindquarters. Good boy. There you go. Kiss to him.
7: There you go. As a racehorse, Red's previous training amounted to running as fast as he could. Now, Red is learning to take cues so he can be a safe and effective riding horse.
10: They have a sensitivity where they can know the needs of a person. They are intuitive to that and they can bring that person to conclusions about what they need to do in order to function better.
11: Obviously, when you go to war, the pressures and the stresses of being in the military are significant.
15: Hey, you!
11: It's an unreal situation. It's surreal. It's like the worst dream you could be in. Um, but you're real. That's in real time.
16: Worst
2: day. I just got done with an op and just had a long day, hadn't had a lot of sleep. We were in an area of the country that was notorious for for Russian surplus anti-tank mines. And they were all over the place. It's a tough job. Not everybody wants to do it. But uh, there was an area of the perimeter that we haven't really looked at yet. And I was sitting on top of this mound of dirt, had my rifle in my lap, and I was sitting down eating some food. And I seen this little girl um, run off the distance. And I didn't think anything about it until she just exploded right in front of me. I just kind of, kind of got numb. You see, children that play all the time, they just don't blow up in your face.
11: It's very difficult. Uh, you almost have to, to corp, uh, compartmentalize your brain to to say, hey, this is one area that happens, and then you got to deal with. Reality, and then you got to deal with your next mission. So it's very hard to put something like that out of your
13: mind, and it always stays there. I would safely assume, if your loved one is going into combat for the first time, that they will never be the same. There is something that they are experiencing that they've never experienced before that will forever change who they are. By the way, it might be very much for the positive. They will learn strengths of character and bonds and loyalty and leadership and selflessness and and personal courage that they never saw in themselves or others around them
10: when you're in those situations over and over again the adrenaline rushes are frequent and then you bring people back home into situations where it's normal everyday life the body's response to that change is drastic and often you'll find these soldiers coming back and doing reckless behaviors and it has to do with that adrenaline, looking for that adrenaline rush again.
2: (laughs) I am guilty. I I am the, the atypical cowboy. I got giddy up. And a high rate of giddy up.
12: I, I do get concerned because there's had been two or three times where the horse has come back without him, <laughs> and we have to go take the horse and go find him. You
2: know, the average person can't get up on a on, on the back of a fifteen hundred pound animal, and and move at a high rate of giddy up. It's just not happening. But he just shakes it
12: off and gets up and gets back on.
2: You know, I mean, when you're in Afghanistan and you're and you're under fire, you get your back against the Big, huge boulder. You make your peace with God. You say, "Okay, hey, look, I'm not, I'm not going home."
7: So, no, I'm not scared of dying on horses. While getting an adrenaline rush may be fun, Simonetti demonstrates the importance of mutual understanding and respect between rider and horse. Now, watch. I'm going to look for pressure on the hind end.
8: Thank you very much. How the hell did you? Get? <laughs> I know. <laughs> kind of
2: being new, I'm kind of. I don't wanna I don't wanna fail. You know, you 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 want to do good, so I'm I'm kind of I'm a little anxious. He, he's probably calming me down more than I am him. I good I oh boy. Good boy. Good boy. Al, he wouldn't do
8: that if you didn't
2: have right in. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Yeah, you probably
7: couldn't sandblast the smile off my face relating to a horse does help with the symptoms of ptsd alan made a connection with red and continues that relationship in order to cope with his ptsd when you go overseas you realize
11: a lot of these countries uh, wish they had the freedoms that we have in the united states and uh, you know how do you deal when you go back it's very tough to uh, to get into that role of father mother without snapping uh... because the it, it just affects you so much.
7: Whether it is the role of a parent or a spouse, there are challenges. Some can be frightening. I was very comfortable asleep.
2: Sleep being very vulnerable. He was sleeping, and
12: I, I touched him.
2: That kind of triggered the the, the fight response.
12: And he just came up so
2: fast i was i sit up in the bed immediately straddled her and i was i was gonna kill her
12: it was it was close i mean he was he was probably inches from me but i think when he realized what was going on he of course felt horrible because we had just met and he was very apologetic
2: you know i mean once i once i realized what was happening and okay i'm about to do this and then to who I'm about to do it to, I I was immediately ashamed.
12: I was like, OK, I won't do that again. I'm sorry, because I didn't realize, again, he was just from such a different world than I am.
2: But there again, you got all this, this military training to make it happen, complete the mission. That's how you do it, and you just can't uh, you know you you can't turn it off
11: i think more people are realizing that uh, the mental aspects can be just as damaging or debilitating as the physical aspects so the post-traumatic stress disorders the anxieties the fears and many of the soldiers who have the physical injuries also have the ptsd
10: when you put them in with a horse and they start to relate that brings out the communication about what they're going through. You know, oh, that horse is, is having to do something that he's not trained to do, just like me. And, you know, I wasn't trained to come back. I, you know, I've been trained to fight. Now what do I do with my life?
8: Move that honey forward. Thank you very much. But now bring that head to me. Watch, watch this, it'll happen. Thank you very much. That's cool, dude. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. It's a strong self-awareness. It's 90% of being great with horses is self-awareness. I've learned that I'm definitely
2: not as patient as I should be. In the immortal words of Mr. Simonetti, people like to succeed and horses like to go slow. So that's a challenge I'm always bumping into.
8: Good now let's keep him going a full lap so if he tries to turn and send that's it good for you boy just like that
2: you know i I see the end goal like a predator and i go from point a to point b but the horse is more of a lateral thinker so i'm thinking less like a predator and trying to convince the animal to be less of a
8: prey animal now invite him slowly and talk to him as he looks at you just drop your shoulders and everything ah okay that was very good
10: the sensitivity that he's developing with that horse now to manage the horse without violence is a big deal to a soldier because you know they're taught the violent aspect of of, you know protecting our country and you know now putting them with the horse if you get aggressive with the horse the horse is gonna either do the flight thing or they're gonna fight so you know like they're having to be in a situation where they have to unlearn some of those things and be more sensitive and and they pick up the sensitivity of the horse
6: Coming up, Sergeant Pennington learns and connects with Red as Warrior Ranch continues next. KIDO
4: Talk Radio.
3: This is House Call for Health, a booming mosquito population. and That means more of those pesky, itchy bites. We'll go outside and play. It's our favorite thing to do in the summer. And they come back inside and they're just covered with bites. Wildlife and health experts say rising temperatures and rainfall levels are creating the perfect conditions for mosquitoes to start reproducing earlier and for longer periods of time. And while more mosquitoes may be annoying, they can also pose serious health risks. The CDC lists the mosquito as the world's deadliest animal because of its ability to spread malaria and other diseases, like West Nile, which can cause body aches, and Triple E, which can result in deadly brain swelling in the most serious cases. To better protect yourself when outside for an extended period of time, you can wear long sleeves and pants, use mosquito repellent, and get rid of standing water in your yard or around your house because that's where mosquitoes breed. For more health news, go to foxnewshealth.com. House Call for Health only Lisa Brady, Fox News.
4: K-I-D-O Talk Radio. Kevin Miller, mornings 5 a.m. to
28: 9 a.m. The media calls it the coronavirus. We all know where it came from, the Wuhan virus. Let's get rid of the division. Let's get unified. Republicans and Democrats, it's time to come together.
19: K-I-D-O Talk Radio. Expect the highways and freeway to be busy with people returning from this 4th of July weekend. If you're coming down 55, flaggers will be in place. Watch yourself on Highway 21 and on the freeway as well. At Pioneer Federal Credit Union, let your money work for you with a term certificate account with rates as high as 1.5 APY. Visit pioneerfcu.org for more. Terms and conditions apply. Member NCUA. I'm Dave Burnett. That's your traffic now.
4: KIDO Talk Radio, 1075 FM and 580 AM.
7: Welcome back to the Warrior Ranch, a Fox News radio special from Fox Nation. I'm Johnny Joey Jones. You get it? (laughs) I loved his energy around
8: the horses. I mean, he was calm, he was very specific in what he wanted. Now I want him to hook up and... St-
9: I and was so pleasantly surprised to see how the horse, horse... transitioned to Alan. I never thought he would have responded. I honestly thought that he would maybe regress a little bit into that instinctual part of his brain because it was somebody new to him. It was real, really, really great to see that he made that transition to Alan and was respectful and, and, and had a relationship and was establishing hey, a relationship.
8: And release right Good there. Good. Boy good Good boy I was a little worried oh, I didn't want to not succeed now this was a horse that would bow right over me yes it wouldn't even <laughs> think of backing up like that so you're doing a great job good boy
2: the more I kinda of went through the motions and the more Tony talked to me and kinda of, I got a better grasp of what I was looking for and, and kinda of what to do this is this is probably one of the coolest things I've ever done you know I've been all over the world and with the military, and and I've done a lot of cool stuff, but uh, this is by far the coolest, man. You'll be my new battle buddy. You'll be my new battle buddy.
10: Yeah. To associate a horse and make that connection. This is my battle buddy that opens up the door to so many things to let out you know so many of the the struggles that he's having to let that out and start talking about it because here's a battle buddy
2: things that that happened overseas that are kind of tough to talk about uh, I lost it, man. Yeah. All that crap and, and stuff that's just not really good to kind of keep in. It just kind of... All right, deal with it, dude. I'm totally tracking like a Patriot missile on what this horse is going through. You're rolling it together. And as they say
11: uh, in foxholes, there are no atheists. Everybody says, thank God, let's get out of here alive. And so that battle buddy syndrome where you really uh your buddy is is your best friend and that type of bond it's very hard for someone on the outside to realize um what type of relationship that is it's a love of somebody that basically is your right hand man or person that you're depending on basically to help you survive
9: it was so difficult for me not to well up and it was it was wonderful you know, to see that connection and to see that Alan was having such a deep emotional reaction to it.
8: To see that means today was a win, success. I mean, home run. Because this is what we want, right? we want him to identify with how he feels, you know you know you can tell when you're about to about to lose it, like oh my God, I feel this thing in my throat, I'm
2: about to bust out so it was it was crazy, but you know i I tried to maintain my composure like a good soldier, and just kind of happened.
10: The beauty of working with horses, too, because it doesn't end right there in the corral. It's a process that takes place over time. And as they remember and recall different things and associate it with what they did with that horse, and, oh yeah, the horse did this when I did that, and that, you know brings awareness of other things.
2: What I took away from the round pen sessions, I applied in other aspects, like dealing with people. Deal with stress and just kind of, other than just controlling a horse and connecting with a horse, I was able to apply these things and, you know, things just kind of got better with my PTSD.
12: Even with the children, I find him to be more patient. He doesn't anger as easily as he did before this.
2: Having success with the horse does something good for
7: up here and right here. Four year old Red successfully completed intensive training with Tony Simonetti.
9: I'm happy for him because he would have otherwise been useless to anybody the way he was with us at our barn, without the training. Nobody was ever going to be able to do anything with him, nobody was ever going to be able to enjoy him.
8: These horses go out and they have a new future, a new life, and people can enjoy whatever's left of these animals after their career is over.
9: I just can't believe that it's that it's the same horse I mean he's totally different he went from being anxious and nervous all the time wouldn't let him touch wouldn't let anyone touch his head would be a handful to to bring in and out and now look at him he's just so calm relaxed cooperative respectful I mean he's just a totally different animal
7: during the time of horse interaction Alan and Red developed a bond now it is time for Red to go home and begin the second chapter
8: this horse helped him so much and this horse leaving was almost like a anxiety came over him and he was upset it's it's tough i've gotten emotionally attached to this guy
2: it's just like being in the army you got your guy you know your battle buddy he's my civilian battle buddy You know, maybe me telling this story will help another fellow veteran to say, Hey, okay, it's possible. Let's, let's do something, you know, let's, let's not be afraid to go forward. If you're hiding it, it's cool. It's okay. It's, you know, people will help you.
13: There really shouldn't be a loss of a single life for a veteran who has post-traumatic stress. Not a single veteran across the when we have 22 veterans a day, the answer should be zero. Going to war is a bigger task than they ever faced
11: in their life. And when they can adapt to a horse and feel comfortable with that horse and the horse is responding to them and achieving the results of them working together as a team, and then they really can overcome many of their ailments, their PTSD, It was good working with the
2: horses. It was good being around with the horses. PTSD was less lethal. I reckon just far exceeded anything I expected. A lot of other
13: veterans are being able to cope with the symptoms of post-traumatic stress disorder with creative, outside-the-box approaches to treatment. As you see with Warrior Ranch, you have a veteran being able to develop a special bond with a horse, with a horse that is in need of developing
8: a special bond with a veteran. Just look at the facial expression on Alan. No doubt that horses help people, period. Horses man, horses is where it's at.
30: Today, we are proud to be here to sign an agreement that will officially make this the site of the Warrior Ranch Foundation.
2: The time that I spent at Warrior Ranch was very constructive. My life was completely changed. You know, it just completely got me on the right track as far as having a life with, uh, with, with meaningful purpose.
7: And Red has found his forever home and is living happily in Ohio. Thanks for listening
6: to Warrior Ranch, a Fox News radio special from Fox Nation. Go and sign up now at foxnation.com to see more exclusive content. KIDO Talk Radio.
21: Chronic pain gets in life's way, but now you can fight back with chronic strength using the Vim app from the Arthritis Foundation. You'll find tips and tools to help you manage your chronic pain, set achievable goals, and be a part of a community that offers support. With the Arthritis Foundation's free Vim app, you'll take back what chronic pain has taken away. Download VIM at arthritis.org slash VIM. That's arthritis.org slash VIM. When
3: disasters strike, it's important for families to be prepared. FEMA recommends that you always keep a three-day supply of clean water and non-perishable food at home. It's also important to have a first aid kit, a radio, and other emergency supplies. And if disaster finds you unprepared, Avoid stockpiling emergency items and leaving others with nothing to buy. A Town
4: Square media station. Kevin Miller Mornings, Sean Hannity Afternoons, KIDO Talk Radio, 107.5 FM, 580
14: AM, KIDO Nampa, Fox News Now. Demanding answers, C.J. Papa, Fox News. Peaceful demonstrations through Akron, Ohio, following a police-involved shooting that left 25-year-old Jalen Walker dead. Fox's Claudia Cowan
27: Walker allegedly sped off and a routine traffic stop became a public safety threat after police say an apparent gunshot was fired from Walker's car while cops were chasing him. Police say body cam video captured what they believe was a muzzle flash from the car early in the chase. Walker at some point abandoned his vehicle and the pursuit became a foot chase with eight officers yelling at him to stop. The police chief says it appears Walker turned toward the officers in a way that led them to believe he he was armed, but he says they will be held to account.
14: What about the cops involved? All officers have been placed on paid administrative leave as per department policy. That's uh, Akron Police Chief Steve Milen who says, according to the Metal Examiner, Walker was shot at least 60 times. Blood spilling out onto the streets
23: of Chicago. It was feared this would be a violent uh, weekend in Chicago. 54 people shot, seven people killed. Among the gunshot victims, a 10 year old boy who was just sitting in his room on the south side and bullets came ripping through the walls. It it comes on the heels of a shooting of a Chicago police officer on Friday. That officer was responding to a domestic dispute and was shot as a group of police officers stepped off an eleva- uh, elevator. He had gunshot wounds to the arm and abdomen. He is uh, last in serious uh, but stable condition.
14: Fox's Mike Tobin, the president, sends a tweet demanding gas stations cut their prices, reflecting what they are paying. A Florida Congresswoman Kat Kamek earlier on America's newsroom.
36: We know that our free market principles and policies work. The government just needs to get out of the way.
14: The price for regular today, 48 a gallon for 80 a gallon, ticking down a few tenths of a penny. Diesel, very expensive, 573 a gallon, that from AAA. And Russian President Vladimir Putin declaring victory today in the eastern Ukrainian region of Luhansk. America is listening
16: to Fox News. Dell's Black Friday in July sale is here. Power productivity with a tech refresh, now with up to 45% off-top-rated laptops like the XPS, along with our special deals on business desktops with Intel Core processors. Get big savings on the latest servers, storage, monitors, and more with free shipping and special financing with Dell Business Credit. Upgrade today by calling 877-ASK-DELL. That's 877-ASK-DELL.
4: KIDO Talk Radio.
28: This is Kevin Miller with the Miller Minute on KIDO Talk Radio. Today is the 4th of July, Independence Day, a time of hot dogs and barbecue and loving America. Of course, today it seems a little bit more difficult to love America because you have the Democrats saying, "Oh, our country is horrible. Look at our the history of this country. Yeah, let's look at the history of this country. The founding fathers that pledged to create our world that we live in today through the grace of God. You know what happened to all those folks that signed the Declaration of Independence that put it all on the line so that we could have this liberty, the liberty to criticize our great nation today? Most of them ended up broke, destitute, imprisoned or ruined, and they did it all for this freedom that we value today. So while we're having a, a hot dog or a hamburger or arguing with our liberal relative, thank God that those founding fathers that are under attack each and every day gave a rip about the liberties that we take for granted. Granted today, we love you. Kevin Miller, KIDO Talk Radio.
18: Fox on Tech. Ever use Google Hangouts? Yeah, not many really ever did. You're not alone. Google started it as a platform-free instant messaging service bundled in with Google Plus, the social network Google tried to start to compete with Facebook and, yes, even MySpace. After 2013, Hangouts became a standalone service. And now Google says it will pull the plug on Hangouts in November and is directing users to the newer Google Chat app. Google Chat is a more secure messaging service, and the tech giant will be migrating Hangout users to chat over the next month. It will also ask users to take advantage of Google Takeout to securely save any of their stored data. Aside from messaging, Google Chat allows for group texting and working on documents within Google's ecosystem, and that would even include Google Spaces, their real-time collaboration tool. With Fox on Tech. I'm Evan Brown Fox News.
0: If You're going to be on the road this holiday weekend. Make sure you don't drink and drive. Also be aware if you're heading back through Banks area there should be flaggers to guide the way which also could cause some delays. It's the retirement savings event at a Yhi True Value Hardware Store. Save up to 40% plus drawings and giveaways now at a Yhi True Value Hardware Store on 11th Avenue in downtown Nampa. I'm Robin Scott Traffic Now.
5: Securing America. The group of 7 leaders have pledged to continue supporting Ukraine for as long as it takes. President Biden attended the G7 meeting in the German Alps with the Russian invasion of Ukraine, a key topic of discussion with other world leaders. National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan says despite an increase in attacks against Ukrainian cities, Russian
30: forces are facing obstacles. Russia faces limitations in terms of its ability to resupply uh, and to fill out its battalion tactical groups.
5: Senate Republican Leader Mitch McConnell says if his party controlled Congress, aid to Ukraine would remain a top priority. My attitude is I'm willing to give them anything that will shoot that they think will be helpful. NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg says the alliance wants to increase the number of its rapid reaction forces from the current 40,000 troops to 300,000. President Biden will attend the NATO summit in Madrid on Tuesday. Rich Dennison, Fox News. KIDO
4: Talk Radio.
6: Celebrating America's birthday. It's Fox Across America's July 4th Radio Barbecue Bash with Jimmy Fallon.
22: From the greatest country in the world, broadcasting from the tippy-top of the world-famous Fox News headquarters, it is Fox Across America's July 4th Radio Barbecue Bash. I am your host, Jimmy Falla, and today we are celebrating the greatest country in the world, the greatest source of good the world has ever known. That's right, America! is 246 years old. It's now the same age as President Joe Biden. Come on, man. But we're going to be blowing out the candles with all of my favorite Fox pals. South Carolina Senator Tim Scott will be here on the government side of things. Brian Brenberg, Fox News contributor, associate professor of economics, a proud patriot joining us as well. And on a day when we... Honor the father of our country, George Washington, and so many of our founding fathers. We will also hear from my son, Lincoln Fala, who joins me today on the show to celebrate what can only be described as the greatest country in the history of the world.
20: He's a lousy dad, but he's
22: right. It's a big day for the country. It is a big day for me. I am, of course... I'm getting ready to host the 4th of July special on the 5. That's where I'll be spending my 4th of July. I'll be on the 5 hosting that special. And later on at 8 o'clock on the East Coast, I will be doing Fox News' live fireworks coverage. But we begin with some you and me time right here on the radio on a day that's very much going to function like a barbecue. I'm going to have friends drop by. It's going to be a lot of food talk. It's going to be a lot of fireworks talk. But mainly food talks because if you know anything about me, if you ever watch, Me on TV. I am so obsessed with food. Fox has basically had to pay somebody to walk around and knock the brownies and the sweets out of my hand between TV hits. Put that
4: cookie down
22: now. There he is now. Uh, And I am a guy that grew up just absolutely adoring the Fourth of July because my story is that I grew up in Levittown, New York which was the biggest post-World War II settlement for American GIs returning home from the war. Everybody in my community was a veteran. I basically grew up near a lot of old men. You should never make a sudden move around. Ever. You know what I mean? You don't want to give one of these guys a flashback or, you know, I'll break you in half like a little toothpick. But the one thing they all had in common when they weren't threatening to beat me up for playing hide and seek in their yard or hitting the ball over their fence is they all flew the flag. They all flew the flag proudly. That's what I come from. That's why my radio show day in and day out, I always say it's a celebration of our unique American privilege. But it is okay because if you live in this country. You know, you don't hear a lot of this in our politics in this day and age because there's a lot of victimhood being peddled. Oh, you can't do it. You need the government to help. So vote for us. You know, that whole thing. But the truth is, if you live in this country, you are part of the world's one percent. You would rather be you in America than you would anywhere else. The overall quality of life here, better, no matter what you are, black, white, gay, Asian, straight. It doesn't matter. You could be a Yankee fan like me. You could be one of those lunatic Red Sox fans up in Boston where they had the tea party. It doesn't really matter. The point is, if you live in America, you have hit the lottery.
23: He knows what he's talking about.
22: And growing up in that environment, where the 4th of July was always a nonstop barbecue, lot of fireworks. I grew up in the 80s. Parents didn't care in the 80s. They just gave you fireworks to get you out of their face, and then they went in the backyard and started barbecuing or swimming in their above-ground pools I grew up around. And me and my brothers would literally, as hard as this is to fathom, okay, in an era where kids now have apps on their phones that allow their parents to track them depending on what room in the house they happen to be in. We were turned loose on the streets of Long Island with bottle rockets to shoot at each other. What the hell did you just say? I know in this day and age, your parents would be arrested for that but I grew up in a a far less tame version of America where we didn't actually play a heck of a whole lot of defense, but when it came to loving the country, okay it was the one thing we always did right you might not like our parental standards back then, we spanked the kids oh did we spank the kids, I grew up in an Italian house which means not only did I get beat as a kid but my parents used weapons, like weapons every Italian kid got beat with either a belt or a spoon, and that was never the worst part the worst part was you had to go get it for them could you imagine in this day and age, when I had toothache as a little kid. My grandma put brandy on my gums to knock me out. You couldn't do that in this day and age. And I'm not even saying you should. But the one thing we should absolutely positively carry forward from that era is the love for country, is the desire to put country ahead of party and it's the thing i try to do every day on the radio i say all the time i'm a talk show host i'm not an activist it's not my job to steer your vote it's my job to create a forum where we can all share our views honestly without fear of being canceled or chased out of a restaurant it's my job to give us a place where americans can be what they were meant to be which is free-range chickens man e pluribus unum our founding fathers said out of many One. That's why we fought the British. We wanted to all do our own thing, whether it was religiously, whatever the case may be, whether it was financially. We didn't want the government dictating our every move, because as the great Ronald
16: Reagan once said, Government is not the solution to our problem. Government is the problem.
22: Our founding fathers knew that, and that's why they were willing to go to war for the freedoms you enjoy, and in a lot of instances, take for granted. But this was a road worth traveling, because we sit here on the other end of it at a time where, yeah, we're very divided as far as our politics are concerned. But again, in a world where you are what your record says you are, there's a lot of people on the left that'll tell you, oh, America, slavery, blah, blah, blah. Nobody will ever deny that America was founded in a different time where we had different standards. But the fact that a lot of those standards didn't age well, as it pertains to say slavery, which was a heinous stain on our country, the fact remains no country has done more to level that playing field and create an environment of inclusion than the one you happen to live in now. There's a lot of people in politics that want you to believe America in 2022 is America in 1822, but the truth is that's not remotely close to the truth. We're not going to sit here
24: and listen to you, bad mouth, the United States of America.
22: No, we are not. It was a country that began with just 2.5 million people. When we won our independence from the British, it has ballooned to 325 million people. A country now that is an economic and military superpower, a country so strong that according to the National Sausage and Hot Dog Council, we can eat 150 million hot dogs every year on the 4th of July and still live to tell the tale. If that's not strength, I don't know what is. The point being, America is 246 years old and some of my favorite Americans are going to be joining us to discuss something Ted Cruz called FREEDOM!
6: The show you can always count on to do the job. A three-letter word, jobs. J-O-B-S, jobs. Happy Fourth of July from Fox Across America.
4: KIDO Talk Radio. KIDO Talk Radio.
22: It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon. We are, of course, celebrating the 246th birthday of America with a host of my favorite patriots. Uh, South Carolina Senator Tim Scott's going to be here. Lincoln Fallon is going to be in the house if we can sober him up in time. But joining us now on the show, a guy who is keenly aware of his unique American privilege. He did not get it from rooting for the Minnesota Twins, I assure you that. Uh, But he has rooted for America and won at every turn. Brian Brenberg joins us on the show. Hey, man.
25: Oh, good to talk to you, Jimmy.
22: Listen, I consider you an All-American, as you know. We're two guys who grew up in Mickey Mantle houses. We love the country. We love, I don't know that you love the Yankees, but you love the Mick, right?
25: <laughs> oh, yeah. but You don't want to spend the whole show talking about that, do you? I don't, I don't think you do, but we can go there if you want to.
22: No, no, we've got important things to get into. It's a Fourth of July celebration. We're going to talk about hot dogs, beer, and fireworks. No question. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, we've been reading all of these stats, Brenberg, and one of the fascinating ones that jumped out at me, and you tell me if you consider this high or low, okay? According to the National Sausage and Hot Dog Council, Americans are expected to eat 150 million hot dogs over the July 4th holiday. Does that sound high to you or low?
25: Wait, are we talking about what's going to be eaten at the Brenberg household <laughs> on 4th of July or what's No, I lo- look hot dogs. Hot dogs are the great American food, okay? They're appropriate at any occasion, but especially at Fourth of July, because, you know, Fourth of July, you just have the grill going all day long, and you got to have a brat or a hot dog sitting on that thing to create the right aroma, right? There's an aroma to the Fourth of July, mm-hmm. and it's the sausage, and it's the hot dog, and that's what it's all about.
22: The, you, you said that with the passion of a man who's putting on a girdle.
25: No, I think, you know, this is what kept, you know, you want to go, this is what kept Babe Ruth trim and fit. The guy blasted 714 homers because he ate hot dogs, you know, before, after and during every game. That's how it works. Great American food.
22: Isn't it funny when you think of America, because baseball is the national pastime, that's why I'm always bringing it up, it's funny to talk about the exploits of players and managers. If you remember Jim Leland, he used to smoke cigarettes in the dugout. Isn't it so funny in this day and age to picture a manager smoking a cigarette? Well, it's,
25: it's yeah, but, you know, there's there's something good about it, too, because, you know, he's, He's managing a baseball game. Look, he's not running a marathon. He's not you know, he's not trying to pitch nine innings. He's got to think, okay? So that man thinks by, you know, taking a drag of his cigarette, sitting back, okay, you know, where do I pinch hit? Who bunts here? That, like, that's what makes baseball great. It's the guys who do the, the things you don't expect. That, that's what makes America great, the people who do the things you don't expect. They come out of nowhere. They come out of the woodwork. They, you know, they come out of – central pennsylvania or ohio or central minnesota and they do something that nobody ever thought was possible and that's the essence of the american experiment
22: oh it's so true i mean it's the ultimate underdog story when we fought the british we were i believe 55 point underdogs in vegas (laughs) Nobody. like people might George have bet Washington. the points
25: he's past his prime he can't do this he's past his prime he's got no arm left he can't quarterback this team
22: let's go to mel kuyper jr now mel you saw the king working out you're telling me his 40-yard dash is is not as good as it used to be <laughs> We're talking to Brian Brenberg. We're celebrating America. But it's true. Plenty of people might have bet America plus the 55 points, but no one bet us to win outright. But we won outright, and that's always been the American story is that of the underdog. And, you know, I'm always championing that cause because I think in the day and age we live in, it's my greatest frustration is there's so much defeatism in politics now because they're selling you so much state dependency, so much government dependency that we went from eight years of Obama saying, yes, we can, to a lot. Out of no we can't and I just don't know since we're talking about sports you've never heard a pregame speech that begins with we can't pull this off you know
25: <laughs> yeah I mean look and and you know you kind of take it back to hot dogs too I mean you know hot dogs are the food of the underdog mm-hmm. you know Hot dogs are. Th- 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 that was the that was the the U.S. Uh, that was the Revolutionary War machinery of the U.S. of the of the of the colonies. We were the hot dog of an army, and you. Know, but the hot dog stays on the grill, and it's there for you. And you get into the you, know, you get into late innings. You grab it, you throw some ketchup on it, and and the the ball game is yours. I mean that's. You know, like, that's what, you don't. you don't win, you don't win Revolutionary Wars eating caviar, Uh, you know, you win Revolutionary Wars eating hot
22: dogs. You got to want it. You know, a lot of people don't tell you this, (laughs) but in the, in the famous image of Washington crossing the Delaware, they've, they've airbrushed out the hot dog that he was holding in his hand. It was, I believe it was a Thumans. I know Nathan's is big on the 4th of July, but I do believe it was a Thumans, correct?
25: (laughs) And, you know. The, 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 the relish he had piled on that hot dog. And nobody knows this, but the mustard. The guy was all about the mustard all over the place. But, you know, that's what it takes, right? you got to cut the mustard if you want to rid revolutionary war. That was Washington for you. That was Washington crossing the Delaware.
22: <laughs> now, you are so true. The things historians don't tell you. That's why you listen to Fox Across America, <laughs> especially on the 4th of July. Now, uh, I'm out in Los Angeles for the 4th of July. You'll be in the woods of Minnesota. Uh, I wanted to ask ask you this question because someone told me this the other day and it really made me re-examine everything. Okay. I grew up in an era of firework usage, completely unsupervised. Like back, we I grew up in Levittown on Long Island. And we used to like actually have something called bottle rocket fights where we would lo- we would light bottle rockets and shoot them at each other. Did the Brenbergs suffer from that same lack of parental oversight?
25: <laughs> you know, I, there are so many BB guns and pellet guns out here operating at all times. That I don't think anybody even thought about going, you know, going for the fireworks. It's like we were already kind of armed and ready to go 365. But fireworks are like this is the, this fireworks are so great because, you know, you got, you got a guy, and he's just kind of living his life day-to-day, day, 364 days a year. There's just nothing all that remarkable about it. But he saves up, and he stock, He goes to – you know, Minnesota, you can't buy the good stuff. you got to go to Wisconsin. He stockpiles the, the really good fireworks. He invites the whole neighborhood over on the 4th of July. You know, that's his one chance every year to almost murder his neighbors. And it, that's such a highlight. That's such a highlight. And, it's, you know, again, back to, like, what makes America great? Just the risk-taking, you know, who knows what's going to happen tonight. This could be amazing. This could be mayhem. We just have to find out, wait and see.
22: <laughs> oh, it's so true. I, I grew up around a lot of guys because fireworks were illegal on Long Island. But I grew up around a lot of guys who had a guy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, uh, well, you got to have a guy. Yeah, my well, my next-door neighbor is really fascinating I don't know what his actual occupation was but he was the guy that could always get you a bootleg copy of a movie when it was in the movies still you know if you if you didn't want to pay for cable he'd climb the telephone pole for a fee and reconfigure the converter (laughs) so you got free hbo and again i don't know his official occupation on his tax returns but the last time i saw him was on july 3rd 1982 guy's name was john i won't add his last name we were playing ball. i was up against my buddy steven florio it was five innings into, at the time, we played seven-inning games. That was five innings into a no-hitter. I'll never forget it. And Ooh. and John shows up, okay? He had an old Ford Fairlane, which is a pretty big car, and a good-looking old-school car, uh, comes rumbling down the street, pulls in front of the pitcher's mound, which in suburbia is the curb, you understand, <laughs> The strike zone is in the driveway. It's a folding chair. So, you know, what you consider to be a folding chair is a strike zone in Wiffle Ball. So yep. I'm towing the rubber about to get the third out of an inning and move an inch closer to a no-hitter, which is a big deal in Wiffle Ball in that era. And John pulls up, pops the trunk in this Ford Fairlane, and has, like, government-issued explosives that he calls fireworks. Rockets, mortars, birthday cakes, Anything you can think of. He's like, is your dad home? like, no. He's like, I'm in a rush. Grab what you want. I'll get the money off your dad later. And we're like, this is amazing. So we start grabbing like heavy artillery. And I'm not kidding. The Nassau County Police Department comes screaming down the street in a cruiser. And my neighbor, John, hops my fence, runs into the schoolyard, never to be seen again. I'm assuming he was ultimately caught and apprehended. But a tow truck came back and took away his car a little while later. But to my credit, me and Petey Brennan got most of those fireworks before they could be confiscated. Best Fourth of July ever. USA.
25: Oh, that, it's the guy, and it's the guy. There's always a guy. He can do anything you need, and there's one of two things. Either in life he's going to be in jail, or he's going to run a major corporation <laughs> because he can get everything done. But it's one way or the other.
22: He's either, he's either going to be in a jail, or his father's going to become president of the United States. Either way, you strike <laughs> There it. you go. That's Always oh only Brian Brenberg could find inspiration in the Hunter Biden story on the 4th of July. That's why we have you on. You're the best. Listen, careful out there. If you run into any kids who look a little iffy, just give them a sparkler. A sparkler is this firework for the slow. You know that? Cuz they're not going to blow <laughs> anything up. They can write their name work. in script. Everybody's going to be fine.
25: <laughs> we'll survive Jimmy just like just like America. We'll survive. That's Stop the like spirit
22: Brian Brenberg. Happy 246th Birthday USA. We got South Carolina Senator Tim Scott Lincoln Failer. It's an embarrassment of radio riches on the Fox Across America. 4th of July barbecue radio spectacular.
26: News. I'm
33: Lillian Wu. We're getting more details on the mass shooting at a shopping mall in Denmark. Danish officials say the man responsible for yesterday's deadly shooting at the Fields shopping mall in Copenhagen is due at court today on preliminary charges of murder. Three people were killed and four others were critically injured. When police say the gunman opened fire, two of those people were just 17 years old. Investigators say they believe the man acted alone and appears to have chosen his victims at random. Police say they seized a rifle from him and that he was also armed with a knife. Fox's Tanya J. Powers officials say ice cream is to blame for a deadly outbreak of
26: listeria which killed one person, left at least 22 others across 10 states hospitalized. One woman suffered a miscarriage. Many of those infected reported eating ice cream linked to Big Olaf Creamery brand made in Florida. America's listening to Fox News. Hey, it's
28: Sean Hannity. And Kevin Miller at KIDO or your carpool station. Hey, Sean, in the gem
24: state, do we go left or right? Kevin, in Idaho, we drive the right way. My buddy Kevin, he drives you into work in the morning. I'll take you home. I don't know, Sean. It could get bumpy. We take a lot of right turns, Kevin, so buckle up. That's great advice, Sean. A carpool with my friend Kevin Miller and me, Sean Hannity, mornings and afternoons on KIDO.
4: KIDO Talk Radio, 107.5 FM and 580 AM. K-I-D-O Talk Radio K-I-D-O Talk Radio K-I-D-O Talk Radio
22: It is Fox Across America with Jimmy Fallon Celebrating the 246th birthday of the greatest country in the world Joining me now on the show, a guy who is considered the greatest kid living in my house, mainly because he's the only one. But the fans love him, and I think he's halfway decent. George from Queens, Lincoln Fala, joins us at the 4th of July Barbecue Spectacular. Yo, man. What's up? Nothing. We made it out to Los Angeles to celebrate the 4th of July. Pretty rad. Uh, You grew up in a big 4th of July household. Uh, Is this year particularly rowdy for you now that you just finished 8th grade?
31: Uh, yeah, definitely shooting some fireworks off the roof.
22: <laughs> you know what I think? A little bit of the challenge is though for you. You're in a really interesting pocket, Lincoln, because you're a 13 year old kid, but you have the height of an NBA power forward. How tall are you? You're like six four? Yeah. Yeah, and you're getting taller. The problem you're at now is there's this little sweet spot where if you're a wise guy shooting, you know, fireworks, you know, most people, if you're a little kid, will just be like, hey, don't do that, and they leave you alone. But now you're getting to that age and that height where they actually treat you like an adult. You might actually get punched in the head by a cop this year, so you got to play a little defense. Yeah. Or are you telling me you're into that sort of thing? No, I'll
30: shoot off a firework.
27: (laughs)
22: i've i've seen some strange tiktok videos is all i'm gonna say but you know for me and this is the debate we were having and we're having this debate today on the five when i host the fourth of july special on the five okay the fourth of july barbecue menu i think is supposed to be straightforward it's a burger dog chicken drumstick barbecue do you see it as that or are you getting are you in favor of this weird stuff people are cooking
30: You definitely need some mac and cheese with it. I'll give you that.
22: You're a side guy. Well, let me give you some fun facts since we're talking about menus. Uh, The average American, okay, (laughs) the actual country on average as a whole, is expected to eat 150 million hot dogs over the July 4th holiday. Now, 150 million sounds like a lot, but when you think about it, if 330 million people live here, that's not even like one hot dog a person. Doesn't it almost sound kind of low?
31: Yeah, kinda.
22: What would you say Lincoln Fela's hot dog consumption is on the Fourth of July?
25: Maybe two or three, with the bun or not. It depends.
22: Now, this is this year's Lincoln that went in, uh, on a diet and lost a lot of weight, or is this last year's Lincoln where you look like me, which is a before model in every diet ad? Last year.
25: <laughs> well, I, I, I don't eat a lot of hot dogs anymore. We don't make them a lot.
22: Yeah, it's true. More burgers. Yeah, we're playing defense in the Fela House, basically because everybody keeps telling me I look fat on TV.
15: Got to get in TV shape, man. Champ's got to get in shape for TV.
22: That's <laughs> <laughs> true. My son Lincoln fail is on the line. If you just joined us, we're celebrating America and uh, celebrating some of my own rituals, which, yes, uh, I pretty much have Jenny putting a shock collar around my neck and zapping me every time I go to the fridge so I don't look too fat on TV. Apparently, we need to put a little more voltage. What'd you say?
25: If the collar
22: fits. (laughs) You know what? I don't have to take this, Lincoln Fela. This is a lot. Come on, man. Get him out of
18: here.
11: Get him out.
22: Uh, Lincoln Fela, we got a lot of partying to do in Los Angeles, but I thank you and I thank your agent for giving us a few minutes on the show today. Say happy birthday to America. Happy birthday, America. You're the best. I'll see you soon. Great stuff. There he goes. The legend, Lincoln Phelan. There we go. Back after this, we got Senator Tim Scott on deck right here on Fox Across America.
6: Preparing you for the barbecue.
9: I think
22: I'll put on my cute little sunglasses.
6: Happy Fourth of July from Fox Across America. KIDO Talk Radio.
28: This is Kevin Miller with the Miller Minute on KIDO Talk Radio. Today is the 4th of July, Independence Day, a time of hot dogs and barbecue and loving America. Of course, today it seems a little bit more difficult to love America because you have the Democrats saying, "Oh, our country is horrible. Look at our the history of this country. Yeah, let's look at the history of this country. The founding fathers that pledged to create our world that we live in today through the grace of God. You know what happened to all those folks that signed the Declaration of Independence that put it all on the line so that we could have this liberty, the liberty to criticize our great nation today? Most of them ended up broke, destitute, imprisoned, or ruined, and they did it all for this freedom that we value today. So while we're having a, a hot dog or a hamburger or arguing with our liberal relative, thank God that those founding fathers that are under attack each and every day gave a rip about the liberties that we take for granted today we love you kevin miller kido talk radio
4: kido talk radio
22: it is fox across america with jimmy Fallon, a show That is always a celebration of our unique American privilege, and nobody knows more about that American privilege than our next guest, who is not only a superstar senator from the great state of South Carolina, but he has landed true prosperity as Trey Gowdy's personal hairstylist, (laughs) Senator Tim Scott, is here. Hey, man.
32: Jimmy, I have a full-time job. Then It will never go away. I'm thanking God right now that I'm going to be forever Trey Gowdy's hairstylist. <laughs> I have employment forever. It will never go away. There's no term limit on Trey Gowdy's hairstylist.
31: <laughs> That's
22: so funny because it's true. You grew up as an Emmett Smith uh, fan. He liked a lot of carries. If you're
32: Trey <laughs> Gowdy's hairstylist, you're getting 35 carries a game. Absolutely, trust me, and guess what? You always have more than 100 yards during that game because it's a long way to the finish line or to the goal line in this analogy. So, good news.
22: <laughs> I love it. Uh, really quick, because I have so much to get into, and I'm so thrilled to have you back on the show, but is it true that you only agreed to come on today because you thought it was a guest host?
32: <laughs> Jimmy, I, told you, I just spoke with Mike. I told Mike, do not tell him. I said, shh. The secrets are not safe because your team is on your team. None God them. bless them. I'll never tell them that again.
22: It's <laughs> too funny. Well, here's the thing, man. You know, the, with the first time you were on the show, we talked movies and you worked at a movie theater. And, and, and we, I've loved sharing your story with my listeners because you very much embody everything that's great about the American story. But as we dive into that, I do have to ask you about a very popular American movie right now. Before we get into the substance, uh, have you taken uh, your mom or, or any of your pals to see the new Top Gun movie?
32: Well, Jimmy, I can't lie. So the answer is no, I have not seen it once. Yes, I have seen it twice. It is so good that every single American who believes in the American dream, if you believe in motherhood and apple pie, Top Gun is a movie for you. Bottom line is a simple one. If you want to be inspired and encouraged, if you want to understand the brilliance of America and what American exceptionalism is all about, take a look at Top Gun.
22: Oh, it's so it's so true. Powerful. It's it's, it's worth every penny of that twenty-four dollars I paid for a small
32: popcorn. <laughs> it's, thank God for the South, by the way. We paid seven dollars for Benton A. Come on down. <laughs>
22: oh, you're killing it down there, Scott. Seven dollars <laughs> wouldn't have got me a bottled water at the uh, well, IMAX you know, I went to.
32: <laughs> times are changing, but they haven't changed completely in the South, and, and, and only in a good way has the South changed. Thank God. But <laughs> I will say, uh, Jimmy, have you seen the movie only once, or are you a brave man and you've seen it twice uh, too?
22: Listen, to, in in the interest of disclosure i have only seen it once um oh my goodness but but i was as fired up as you are what it took me back to is you know when you remember the original and 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 they do recycle the song highway to the danger zone by kenny Absolutely. is it's like you know when you're watching rocky and he starts training you feel yourself shadow boxing in your seat i really felt like it was 1986 and i was flying an f-14 because i loved an f-14 you know
32: and so, well, we don't want to spoil the movie, but I will say mm-hmm. there are some appearances of airplanes and jets and fighter planes that are really important to America's history and, frankly, even an emerging conversation about America's future. So, we are really excited about the movie, and we should be. There are so many good things happening around this country, and unfortunately, too little time is spent on those good things.
22: I agree a thousand percent. And, and as a note to add, it's nice to see a plane where nobody's wearing masks. But stick <laughs> exactly. with me. Good night, everybody. Stick with me. We're, I love it, Jimmy. We're talking to Senator Tim Scott. So much has gone on since the last time we spoke. Obviously, you know, the one frustration I have, and we get into this a lot, is, you know, we're optimistic people. We're bullish on America. Okay? We're not there in our politics right now as it pertains no. to the Democratic Party. Do you kind of feel like there? are undermining people's self-reliance with all this government dependency they're pushing right now?
32: Well, Jimmy, the answer is they're not kind of. They are 100% undermining our whole concept of what it makes us to be an exceptional nation, which is our muscle- of work cannot atrophy in this country and unfortunately when the government gives out four trillion dollars to American families it's part of the spark that creates the inflationary effect that reduces your spending power is government's overreaction and that's exactly what the Biden administration has done. Listen, without any question, your spending power is down, and we, we caused it by spending $4 trillion. That's unbelievable. $4 trillion later, and you cannot afford to put gas in the car because it's up by 100%. $5 a gallon gas is bad for truckers. It's bad for whatever they bring. It's bad for the American family. It's bad for the single mom. It's bad for the two-parent household. It's bad for business. It's bad for consumers. It's really bad. And all of that was caused before, before the Putin invasion of Ukraine. We were already experiencing a 60% increase in the cost of fuel. This administration has caused pain and agony in the poorest sectors of this nation, and that is incredibly disgraceful
22: oh and i listen i agree a thousand percent we're talking to senator tim scott the effort to to blame the problem to assign blame for the problem has been so much greater than the effort to actually solve the problem you know with the gas point you made earlier you know some people are saying it would be easier if we all just rode bicycles everywhere they've obviously never met joe biden Oh come on! Now. Not a solution, uh, but stick with me because I think the point we're both making here is that there's an indifference to the real-time suffering of Americans, in that we're seeing them leverage their agenda off of this suffering. Hey, we need a green vehicle. Hey, we got to switch to green energy. This is an opportunity, but I don't think anybody sees this moment we're living in as an opportunity so much as they see it as a hardship. So the question I'm going to ask you is: I guess you're not surprised that the Biden administration, obviously, they're not polling well, but But specifically, as we get into minority groups, I mean, they've lost the minority community, the Latino community completely. Okay. And we're seeing a similar pattern in the black community. Do you think the Democrats are showing indifference to suffering, as I say? What what, what would you characterize this as?
32: Well, either indifference or confusion both lead to the same conclusion. Mm-hmm. A drop, a precipitous drop in support from minority communities for the democratic principles and for the party itself. When you think about the three top issues that voters are going to consider in, in November, number one is the economy, number two, inflation, number three, gas prices. Over 80%, over 80% of American voters have the same position on those three topics. Mm-hmm. They think the Democrats are the problem. We need to make sure that they understand that we are the solution, not just that the Democrats are the problem. We need to remind them of the good old days from 2016 to 2020 when you could buy gas for under $2 a gallon, when inflation was around 2%, and when your earning power was going up, and it was going up fastest for the bottom 25%. Because when you believe in the American dream, you create policies that reinforce that that dream is available in every single zip code in our country, and the Democrats have lost that. And we need to not capitalize on it, but we need to make sure that we expose the truth in every single zip code in America. Gosh,
22: it's so true. You know, and and when you're, you know, gravitating around the 4th of July, you know, one of the whole points of this country was just to get the government out of everybody's life. And I just feel like we're just being so overwhelmed by government. And, you know, one of the key points, one of the, you know, key battlefronts politically in Washington right now is obviously Roe versus Wade. And, you know, the, the lie being told here again and again and again is that if, you know, the repeal of Roe versus Wade constitutes the death of democracy, but in fact, it's actually the beginning of democracy, because if it returns to the states, everybody has an individual vote, but they're not really framing the conversation that way. They're framing it from this place of extremes. And I, like the rest of the country, was so blown away in that, you know, discussion you were having on Capitol Hill, where you had to remind uh, everybody in the room that you come from the very circumstances that the Democrats are encouraging to give up on a pregnancy under.
32: Well, Jimmy, anytime you hear the Secretary of the Treasury suggest that poor women, particularly women of color, should abort the baby so that the labor force participation rate increases, we should all stop, look at the screen, and ask ourselves, did we mistake, mistake what we just heard? Did we mistakenly assume that she said exactly what she said? But when she doubles down on what she says, we should take her at her word, and we should be outraged that somehow, some way, 60 million fewer Americans is good for our economy. Yeah. How we come to that conclusion, I'll never know. But that we are so calloused, and frankly, from my perspective, so disrespectful to women living in poverty to suggest that the only way up is out of a pregnancy, that to me is, is cold-hearted. And as a kid who grew up In a single parent household was a mother who believed that if she could, she should not depend on the government, but depend on her own work ethic. I am the beneficiary of that. And I am so thankful, so thankful that she and millions and millions of other mamas continue to make the decision for life.
22: Yep. It, it, listen, it, it's so true, man. And I, I agree with you a thousand percent. And I'm just, I'm blown away because, you know, my story doesn't rival yours in any way. But I am a guy, you know, is kind of making a career in media. And I was a former New York City cab driver for a long time, which is not the conventional path to a nationally syndicated talk show. But, you know, you have to get creative with your job options after your third time driving onto the sidewalk. You know what I'm saying? You got to get resourceful. I kid. Absolutely. <laughs> you got to come up with some moves. But, like, I am so blown away by the level. Left- of defeatism that were being sold because like if you go back to the Barack Obama presidency and we certainly had our policy disagreements but to his credit he was running on a slogan of yes we can and I think in the modern Democratic Party if he showed up with a yes we can they would tell him to like shut up and check his privilege like who, who is this guy selling empowerment because they're they're not a party of empowerment and aren't you kind of blown away by the fact that they're almost demoralizing voters with this approach
32: well, the, good, the, the there's good news and bad news and all bad news, right? The bad news and bad news is it's bad. And frankly, you think about what the Democrats seem to be selling, especially to the poorest uh, Americans, is this sense of victimhood. Uh, the, 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 that's the bad news. The, the good news is there is a better way. And frankly, we have lived long enough, if you were alive in 2016 through 2020, you've experienced the lowest unemployment rates for African Americans in the history of the country. You've experienced the lowest poverty rate in the history of the country. You've experienced a 70-year low in unemployment for women. You've experienced the lowest unemployment rate for Hispanics. You've experienced Opportunity Zones that brought private sector, not government money, but private sector dollars back into the poorest zip codes in America. And you've also experienced wages growing faster at the bottom than at the top. You've experienced a sense of empowerment that suggests that you are the captain captain of your ship, that you determine your destination. You've experienced good news. You've also experienced American exceptionalism. And whether you're driving a cab in new york city like the big man himself jimmy or whether you're just little tim in the deep south running a football in the football field in high school and singing the song of rocky three you can hear it the eye of the tiger but at the end of the day we want americans to be hopeful yeah. hopeful about their work paying off not about someone giving you something that you haven't earned but whatever you do earn you get to keep because in america We believe in the individual. In America, we believe in a free market system that releases and frees and exposes your greatness to the marketplace. That's the beauty of America. You drive a cab one day, and you become a nationally syndicated big dog like Jimmy. Or... If if your fortune is not that good, you wind up in the United States Senate like I did. But either way, either way, you get to live your dream because this is America. Top Gun tells us dreams come true.
22: Listen, I gave you an amen. The whole choir gave you an amen. The last question, you'll get asked it a million times, but brace yourself. There's so much talk about Trump and DeSantis, but I keep telling people there's a third candidate who could take this thing. My question to you is, do you think Kanye will
32: get in? You know, I got to tell you, Kanye West is a one-time candidate. I think he might try it again. (laughs) The truth is... That whether it's his sneakers or his music, people are attracted to Kanye West. Yep.
22: Don't sleep on Yeezy 2024. That's the official <laughs> remark. I will Don't take it. On
32: Yeezy 2024. Listen, I love it.
22: Everything you told me today tells me that you're going to have a heck of a Fourth of July party. You sound like a good guy to hang out with on the Fourth of July. Is that true?
32: Yes, sir. We always <laughs> celebrate America and we celebrate independence. And today we celebrate Jimmy.
22: Hey, I'll take it. All right, rock and roll, Tim Scott. Great good hang. Uh, I hope you get some royalties for that Top Gun recommendation. <laughs> that was a strong sell. I'll well, talk I to can't. You. By the way, we can't get any anywhere. Oh, that's true. No all right. Well, in that case, if I could just get a free all popcorn. The non-profit. Well, I'll take the free popcorn if it's coming. You're the man. I'll, I'll see it. you soon. There he yep. goes. The legendary South Carolina Senator Chim Scott. Nothing much to add, but happy birthday, America, the greatest source of good the world has ever known, the most tolerant and inclusive society on the planet today. Remember that. As you set off your fireworks, you eat your hot dogs, your drumsticks, all meat options. I don't want any vegan crap on my grill. Eat it on your own time. It's America's birthday, and we're doing it old school like the founding fathers. So blow out the candles, America, you sexy thing. You look like a million bucks.
4: Kevin Miller, mornings 5 a.m.
28: to 9 a.m. The media calls it the coronavirus. We all know where it came from, the Wuhan virus. Let's get rid of the division. Let's get unified. Republicans and Democrats, it's time to come together. KIDO Talk Radio. Fox on Faith with Lauren Green.
20: The defamation trial of Johnny Depp versus ex-wife Amber Heard is over, but the strife and struggle of their abusive relationship remains a cautionary tale for countless couples whose relationships will never make front-page news. Psychologist Dr. Roxanne Lowe.
21: So many people can end up right where they ended up. People walk into marriage with baggage all the time. Mm -hmm. Every one of us. In Mm -hmm. fact, two-thirds of the problems that we fight about in marriage are said to be unsolvable problems. Things that we bring into our marriage that are not going to change. Lowe teams
20: up with her husband greek orthodox priest nicholas Lowe to counsel couples on how to thrive in their marriages not just survive combining faith and psychology they show people how to recognize how their expectations for marriage can destine them to divorce father nicholas Lowe
1: and i do think that many people are buying into this lie of what the world defines as marriage simply what the world defines as marriage as opposed to what god's idea of marriage is and mm. they are totally different
20: To hear more, go to Lighthouse Faith Podcast for Fox on Faith. Lauren Green, Fox News. To protect
6: his family from disaster, Steve used his camera phone. Done. By taking pictures of his important documents, Steve can always have them stored online. Learn more simple disaster prep tips at ready.gov. A message from FEMA and the Ad Council.
3: The Department of Veterans
9: Affairs is so innovative, it not only improves the lives of veterans, it transforms... A Town
4: Square media station. 580 AF, KIDO Nampa, k 298 CN Boise, 1075 FM. This is KIDO Talk Radio. Fox News.
27: As it appears, Walker turned toward the officers in a way that led them to believe he was armed. But he says they will be held to account.
14: What about the cops involved? All officers have been placed on paid administrative leave as per department policy. That's uh, Akron Police Chief Steve Milen, who says. According to the Metal examiner, Walker was shot at least 60 times, blood spilling out onto the streets of Chicago. It
23: was feared this would be a violent uh, weekend in Chicago. 54 people shot, seven people killed among the gunshot victims. A 10-year-old boy who was just sitting in his room on the south side and bullets came ripping through the walls. It comes on the heels of a shooting of a Chicago police officer on Friday. That officer was responding to a domestic dispute and was shot as a group of police officers stepped off an uh, elevator. He had gunshot wounds to the arm and Abdomen. He is uh, last in serious uh, but stable condition.
14: Fox's Mike Tobin. The president sends a tweet demanding gas stations cut their prices, reflecting what they are paying. Well, Florida Congresswoman Kat Kamek earlier on America's Newsroom.
36: We know that our free market principles and
14: policies work. The government just needs to get out of the way. The price of regular today, forty-eight a gallon for eighty a gallon, ticking down a few tenths of a penny. Diesel very expensive, five seventy-three a gallon. That from AAA. And Russian President Vladimir. Putin declaring victory today in the eastern Ukrainian is listening to Fox News.
24: Hey, a lot of you know that I learned how to use a firearm when I was 11 years old. I've been practicing my entire life, and people ask me all the time, Hannity, what kind of gun should I get? Well, now I'm telling them, go to Henry Repeating Arms. And I always tell them to start just by going to their website, henryusa.com. You're going to get a free catalog. Now, Henry has over 200 models of rifles and shotguns to choose from. They're made with the finest craftsmanship I've ever seen. And you don't beat their performance. Every one I have was accurate right out of the box and reliable ever since. Their company motto is made in America or not made at all. They have a lifetime warranty, family-owned business. And these folks are true patriots who give back to our military, our vets, our first responders, sick kids, you name it. They support gun safety, and they support our Second Amendment. So if you're in the market for a high-quality, American-made firearm, just go to HenryUSA.com. You get their free catalog, listed dealers, and free decals, HenryUSA.com. You'll love this company.
14: He takes place on the side of a mountain in Europe.
33: Six people are dead and as many as nine are seriously wounded after this piece of this glacier detached on a popular hiking trail in the northeastern part of Italy. The tragic incident in the Dolomite Mountains took place late last night. 15 people are still missing. Rescue teams searched the mountains with dogs and by helicopter. Officials also checked the license plates on the cars in the mountain parking lot.
15: Their testimony will happen in public remains to be seen. Grenal Scott. Fox News.
5: A prosecutor in northern Italy says 17 people are unaccounted for a day after part of an Alpine glacier broke off and slammed into hikers. At least seven people died. Nine others were injured by the avalanche of ice, snow, and large rocks thundering down the slope of the mountain which is topped by the Marmalata Glacier. A postage stamp featuring a former first lady goes on sale this week.
33: The U.S. Postal Service is issuing a new commemorative forever stamp celebrating former first lady Nancy Reagan on Wednesday, which would have been her 101st birthday. The dedication ceremony will be held at the Ronald Reagan Presidential Library and Museum in California, and is the culmination of her centennial year. The stamp design, which was unveiled last month by First Lady Dr. Jill Biden, features Mrs. Reagan in her 1987 official White House portrait in her signature red gown. The Nancy Reagan Forever stamps cost $11.80 for a sheet of 20 tanya j powers fox news
5: british military authorities are trying to find out who hacked the army's social media accounts over the weekend flooding them with cryptocurrency videos and posts related to collectible electronic art the ministry of defense said late yesterday that those breaches had been resolved i'm rich dennison and this is fox news KIDO
4: Talk Radio, 107.5 FM and 580
28: AM. KIDO Talk Radio, 107.5 FM, 580 AM. Hey, it's Kevin Miller inviting you to join me every morning as we take a look at the issues that matter to you. We go beyond the headlines and we talk to the newsmakers and then it's the only show in the Treasure Valley where you are the newsmakers. We take your calls about, well, reacting to local, state, and national news and, of course, we're always looking to cover the great nonprofits that make a difference. So, if you haven't given us a chance, here's your invitation to join me weekday mornings, 5 to 10. Kevin Miller on KIDO Talk Radio.